Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottom, the boom, shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And we like to call this old wasted Wednesday, chilling in the basement, throwing a Skype party, you know, raising a glass and enjoying some laughs, we hope, over the course of the episode. But anyway, let's go ahead and get everybody in this piece proper, as we like to say. Mm, first and foremost, I didn't expect to see him tonight, so we might as well <laughs> throw him a bone out of the gate, man. That's right. The one, the only, the mighty D-Stat. What's going on, brother? A little larger in charge, sir. Yes, sir. I like that. You ready to hit your cue, friend? Absolutely. All right. Here you go, brother man. Woo! <laughs> Woo! There you go. Woo! Woo! <laughs> I like that. That, that was good. That was good. Should have rickrolled him. Now, we, we rickrolled you. <laughs> that was it. You can't keep rickrolling people. You lose the effect. Well, you, like people. you lose the impact. You earned that rickroll, and it was golden. That was an all-timer. Stop stepping on intros. Anyway. Oh, Mark, man, what's going on, bro? How you doing up there in old D.C.? Oh, doing pretty well, man. You know, keeping busy. Keeping busy. All right. So I, I know you've got the ability to clear large areas of space to maintain proper social distancing. Okay, that's an innate skill and an, a, a wonderful ability. So my question to you is, <laughs> are you ready for the Russell Westbrook era with the Wizards? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it'll be fun to see. I, I, I'm a pretty huge John Wall fan. I know we hadn't gotten to see him play. And, I mean, I think he hadn't been in the court in three years, right? It's uh, It's been a while, man. So, you know, I... I mean, it's, it's fresh. I mean, we, we, we found out about it, you know, what, about an hour before we started rec rec recording or a couple yeah. hours. Yeah. Uh, so I can't say I've spent a lot of time with it yet, obviously. But, uh, no, I mean, I, I, I'm a huge fan of both. I mean, I, I, Westbrook is somebody I, like a lot of people, I think, I used to be more negative on, used to view him as I think a lot of people did as the, the you know, consummate ball hog, you know, definitely not a team first player. And, I, you know, still, he definitely likes to get his, his, his shots and his points. But I think um, the people who minimize how hard he plays and how much effort he puts in to get his rebounds, to get those triple doubles that he got, that, you know, a couple seasons ago, mm -hmm. um, I mean, the man is fearless. And so uh i i can understand how you know i'm sure there's still plenty of people who aren't <laughs> big fans of, of, of him and his play style but i give him a lot of respect for well, look, just how hard he hustles oh he's a, he's a baller man you can complain about some you know maybe he doesn't hit all the shots i mean there's things you can yeah. nitpick with with westbrook for sure okay Absolutely. uh the Wizards sent uh wall and a lottery lottery protected 2023 first round pick to the Rockets for Westbrook and you know this has been on the, on the back burner for a little bit there was some conjecture and speculation as there always you know always is with this kind of thing so I wasn't super confident it would get done but uh, one of my favorite comments that I saw was um, never has there been such a big blockbuster trade that feels so inconsequential and you know which is funny but is kind of cold at the same time but it, here's the reality for the Wizards man you know John Wall did a lot of great things in the community Right, and I know a lot of people loved him for some of that stuff. Uh, those it, those injuries are are brutal. I you know who knows what he's going to be like when he actually comes back, right? And at least well, look, Westbrook wanted out of Houston. Wall clearly wanted out of DC at this point, and at least the Wizards are going to get somebody that are that is on the court. Yeah, and they need to do something to make sure to to build with Beal. And I like the dynamic. I like the potential dynamic. 
you know, between Westbrook driving and, you know, yeah, fine. We can argue about the ball hog stuff. But there's some there's some upside to that. If they can work well together, there's some upside to that. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's, it's yeah, it kind of, to me, largely come, kind of comes down to, sure, why not? It makes yeah, sense. Why not? Um, you know, I, 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 I'll root for, for Walt. I, I hope he can come back and, and, and have some productive, uh, you know, time and, 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 you know, who knows, hopefully be great. I mean, I, you know, you never know. I don't think that, you know, you know, certainly, he, you know, he didn't suddenly forget how to play basketball. He's just got to no. be, be confident and comfortable and getting his you know feet wet again whenever he can get back on the court. And, um, yeah, I, I hope he can still produce and, and absolutely Westbrook should, um, I mean, he, he'll, he'll produce, uh, whether or not it's going to be a right fit, you know, time will tell, but I, I like you said, uh, the, the idea of Westbrook and Beal certainly should have some appeal. And, it it uh, does. And I mean, Scott Brooks, I had forgotten how long they spent together in, in OKC it was seven years. Right. So, I mean, Brooks knows him. Exactly. So that, that makes, it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I look at the end of the day, sometimes there are trades that make some financial sense to move the contracts, move some money around, at least for the Wizards. <laughs> I don't know. The ceiling is not the roof, right, for the Wizards, okay? We know that. <laughs> we know that. Yeah. But the, that should at least make for some entertaining basketball, and hopefully they're able to retain Beal. I think his deal is up in 2021. So... You know, hopefully this you know the vaccine's good and we can actually go back to sporting events and you don't have to clear space, you know, with your destatness, you know, and you'd be okay. So we'll see. Anyway, I'm excited about that. Let's let's go ahead and get some other people in real quick. Woo! Shannon, have you yes, recovered sir. from Derrick Henry running over everybody on that Colts defense, bro? <laughs> well, Woo. I, I can attest, like Randy, that the Forrest Buckner is a valuable asset on defense. Uh, yeah. Uh, because uh, Y'all he miss was him. not there. We were missing three starters on defense, two on the defensive line, and DeForest Buckner was one of those men. And um, I, I can tell you that he was sorely missed. <laughs> Because a couple weeks earlier, I mean, yes, Henry right. got off for 100 yards, but it was only 104. Yeah, it wasn't a buck 78 and three uh, touchdowns. So I mean, uh, it, they did some business on y'all, man. Yeah, and I, you know, when I saw that he was out and Autry was out, and then one of the linebackers was out, I was just like, I went to pick him, and I said. Tennessee <laughs> click because <laughs> you know I, I mean I figured we put 20 on the board but I, I didn't think we would hang with them if we yeah. didn't have uh you know our guys on the line to stop them so yeah not much you can do when uh you're down two defensive starting defensive linemen and a line a pretty good linebacker so so the fun factoid moment for you like pop quiz here we go all right, so this was Derrick Henry's third consecutive 100-yard game, his seventh this season, and his eighth straight on the road. All right, so that ties um, former Titans running back Chris Johnson for the second longest streak since the 1970 merger. Do you know the only player that has a longer streak? I mean, it's got to be Barry Sanders, isn't it? Look at you, man. On point out of the gate. You are correct. Hall of Famer Barry Sanders had 10... 10 straight on the road at uh, 96-97. Look at you. I, mean, I, I do my homework every now and then. <laughs> every now and then. You probably had lots of time to listen to some, do some reading and do some listening while you were scrubbing out kegs. 
Look yes. at the big look at the big brain on Twitter Terminator. <laughs> That's right, man. Give me some Sam up out of the gate. <laughs> oh, you know what? By the way, uh, that's, that's legit. That's that's legit. You need that. Uh, John Wall and Boogie Cousins reunited in Houston. Hey, hey. And not not sure how it's gonna go, but you know it's it's good to see those two guys together. Hopefully, God forbid, we can just stay healthy for a season. Those guys, they've they've had some. Um, Injury injury bug uh, mm-hmm. last few years, so hopefully them guys can stay healthy and and can we get some guys off the COVID list in Indianapolis? Goodness gracious, maybe. Well, we got w- John w- Taylor back. Go ahead, say that again. I was gonna say hit. I, I missed the uh, sound bite. <laughs> well, it's up to you, dummy. Do <laughs> <laughs> a drunken lunch. <laughs> what did Alex say? What did who say? Oh, I don't have that one. I don't have that one pulled up. I need to pull that up. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I need. To, I need to do that. So, Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> on point, there, Randy. I did. I did have a tribute. I did have a tribute to the Kentucky Wildcats. <laughs> 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 getting taken out by the Richmond Spiders, brother. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something, though. You know, oh, look at before. Shannon's getting serious when he's flipping the note, the page in the notebook. Look at him. Because <laughs> you know it, it was uh, you know ten years ago when uh, last basketball season ended. <laughs> it does. Feel, it does feel like it, doesn't it? But you know, UI was twenty four and seven. They were fourteen and four in the eight, and they were going to make the tournament. Mm-hmm. And they brought everybody back. So, you know, it's it, it's not it's not the same old same old Richmond Spiders, man. This is a a senior group. They yeah. they've got experience, you know, and they're disciplined. Unlike the young team in Kentucky, like. It's their, this would have been like an exhibition game or maybe their first game of the season right. had they had exhibition games. Yeah. So, but I, 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 mean, will, I will say good, good job to U of R. I mean, and obviously, you know, we're in Richmond, so it's some local flavor on that. And uh, Shannon, of course, is a big Kentucky honk. But, you know, early season basketball for some of these teams doesn't matter. It, it, what matters is what, you know, how they progress over the season. And this is going to be a weird year. This is going to be oh, a strange gosh. year. For sure. So I like I, I you know if I'm a Kentucky fan I don't sweat that. If I'm a Richmond fan I'm super excited about that. Uh, I mean you went on the road in Rupp Arena. Yeah, I, that's that's a huge feather in your cap come yeah. March. Mm-hmm. And um, man, this team's got you know this Kentucky team's got a long way to go, but you know good for Richmond and um, first happy, road, happy for Mooney man. Yeah. So this is the first uh, Richmond's first road victory over an AP top ten team, by the way. So rallying up in the second half to get that uh, squared away, seventy six to sixty four. So good job, Spiders. Yeah, good for them. It is good for Absolutely. them. Absolutely. A little local sports love, man. Why not? All right. <laughs> I can't believe I dropped the Sanford and Son. That was another thing I thought about earlier today. I was like, man, we haven't done any Sanford and Son in forever. I got to bring it back. So. There, there. there it was. Yeah, two ninety nine, my man. Two ninety nine, bro. Wait till episode three hundred. If I can actually uh, get on get on the stick, man. Maybe I can dig out some really old sound bites and really old chunks of episodes. 
Uh, I, I was almost tempted to think maybe episode 300 would be great for us to listen and comment on some of the best like bits, but that would take a lot of legwork to start pulling those things out. So, I mean, just play double dong and and, and just, call today. Oh, shit. Just call today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember yeah. this golden oldie. <laughs> let us all take uh, shots of moonshine and yeah. uh, comment on that, and that that'll be a podcast in itself. Might need, yeah, might need a couple of shots. That's for damn sure. Anyway, all right. More the night that uh, we recorded after uh, Shannon's um, surgery. Or, <laughs> what was that one time we were talking to you? I don't re- don't remember if we hung up on you or what, and we dropped Cinderella, Cinderella all up on you. We were dying. Yeah, that was uh, the first time you and I actually recorded on our own, and you were like, "Oh, we got to bring, I'm going to bring Matt in here and watch this," and then you just started, you dropped it, and then hung up on him after that. Oh, that's fantastic! That's <laughs> glorious. Anyway, <laughs> all right. As, as we've talked about oh. before, if only we could find the the the, the missing recording of uh, MacGuffin and <laughs> Dset. Oh, he's got it. I have it somewhere. Well, true, true. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's, your special 300th episode. No, it, it's, it's it's unpublished. That was when Sarah and I were down on our honeymoon in Jamaica, and uh, Shannon and Mark uh, took it upon themselves. I like the initiative of recording, uh, but they uh, they struggled with the levels, so the audio is all kinds of out of whack. But a for effort. You know. Thank you. You know, and honestly, I should probably just dig it up and just do like this massive boost on the uh, audio and see if I could de-hiss it or do a couple other things. But, you know, that's a project for one of these days. Maybe sure. maybe our 10th anniversary, I'll pick that up. <laughs> Why not? That's actually not that far off, by the no, way. No, not, not really. <laughs> couple, Crazy couple, enough. A couple more years, man. A couple more years. Whew, anyway, all right. Randy, man, I know you had to take some satisfaction in the 49ers sticking it to the Rams. Uh, side note, yeah. how weird is it that the, the 49ers are going to play some home games in Arizona? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy, uh, when, especially when everything just came down, like, literally after the game, that it's like, oh, yeah, you can't, we're not going to be able to play in your home stadium for the, the foreseeable future. I'm like, God bless, really? <laughs> I know. Like, because uh, you know what the 49ers need? They need more things to go wrong for them this season. Why not? Mm. At least it's not that far away, but still to no. have to, sh- you know, share a stadium with the Cardinals. With the it, wretched Cardinals. It, it'll be interesting, to say the least. So, yeah. But honestly, you know, definitely had a good weekend. I mean, holy shit, the Mandalorian. Uh, oh, and, yeah. Uh, and, the, and the Niners win. So I'm like, yeah, I had a great weekend in that respect. But What cracked me up is, um, you know, like survivor pools or death pools or knockout pools, whatever you want to call them. You know, like I can say, like, I had the Giants over the Bengals. And in the sports room, I was like, man, I'm kind of feeling the Raiders. And so Mark's like, nah, dude, the Falcons are going to upset the Raiders. And I kind of laughed. And so I stuck with the Giants, which was the right decision, Giants versus the Bengals. Oh, we both told you Giants. You did. And it, it was the right decision, although the Bengals kept it close, which I, I'll give Mark credit. He was like, it'll be ugly and the Bengals will be close, but the Giants will win. And you were correct, sir. Thank you. And uh, I did not – like, I would have been so annoyed – it would be one thing if the Raiders had lost to the Falcons, but if I had used them as a survivor pool pick for them to go, what was it, forty-three to six? Like, oh, that was a trouncing, yeah. <laughs> that would have been such a crappy way to go out in a death pool, dude. I would have been pissed. So, thank you for the advice, and thank you for talking me back into sticking with my original inclination and not letting me 
you know. I, I, I think I was just like, well, let me just use the Raiders up just so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> so uh, thank I you. I, I, I get it. Yeah, you're most welcome. I, I yeah. didn't check. Just out of curiosity, did, did you actually change to picking the Falcons to win the game and pick them? No, no, I should have, but it, it was too tight on time. But what was funny about it, and this is really more for Randy, is that one of the top picks for Survivor Pool was the Rams over the Niners. Wow. Womp womp. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny, you know. I'm surprised no one picked the 49ers and pick them. Oh, wait, I was the only one. Excuse me. Did you just de-stat? Did you just de-stat this <laughs> just thing? Just de-stat a de-stat. <laughs> hey, it was, it was only a matter of time before someone had to pull one on him. I mean, shit. <laughs> That's true. How many people picked the uh, picked the Falcons other than, other than Mark? Did, did anybody else take the? Fa- I didn't. I didn't look, but I can't imagine. I, th- I think the only person was Donkey, who is just kind of, you know, I don't know what his strategy is, but uh, certainly nobody with. I think I put uh, like twelve confidence points on the Falcons. Wow, that that's a bold. It's one thing to pick an upset, but that that's like that's a lot of confidence. It was. That's befitting of a man with a blue mohawk. Thank Confident. you. Thank you very much. Because you, you you got to have it to do that. I agree. That's why I love you, bro. <laughs> uh, whoever Android is put four on the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a uh, couple people did. I was put nine on the Falcons. All right, I hear. I was thinking that was like a big outlier. Huh? Yeah, three, three people. Yeah. yeah I don't I mean, know. Two people didn't even make picks. So <laughs> that's just Sunday. sad, man. That's just sad. Oh. oh, well. On the bright side, Randy. At least you know. Speaking of sad. Uh, how about Syracuse losing the game by spiking the ball on fourth down as time expired? <laughs> I, it just it, par for the course this year. I mean, what the fuck? Oh my God, I've got that on my notes. Too. I sat I mean, there and I saw that shit and went, "Come on, sake, man! What the hell is going on here? Mm-mm-mm. Are you fucking kidding me? That is it was, terrible. It's just one of those where I'm just like, you got it. How? How do you fuck that up? <laughs> You gotta give him the soundbite. You gotta give it to him. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> you got the double bonus, man. You got the Sanford and Son and the How Do You F That Up. That's legit. Look at that. Oh, man. That's that's fantastic. Right. Thank you, friend. <laughs> Personal foul on Justin, giving them the business. <laughs> oh man, that's fantastic! Uh, I miss that one. Give me my gut. <laughs> oh, By man. the way, breaking news: Tyreek Hill just scored again. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he single-handedly won a lot of people fantasy matchups. And well, you got love, love two, 200, 200 yards and two touchdowns in the first quarter. That's uh, yeah. that's gonna do pretty good for you. And and DFS, he, you know, if you had Mahomes and you know freaking Tyreek, I mean, whew, you should have made money. If you didn't make, if you had those two and you didn't make money somehow, you're the dummy. <laughs> the rest of your team must have sucked. Uh, by the way, I will admit, like. <laughs> I feel like I'm decent at fantasy football, but DFS will remind you of how little you know. (laughs) It will be like, nope. Speak for yourself. I've seen your teams double up. I know what you do. Don't lie. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, by the way, Randy, uh, win. <laughs> Syracuse is at Notre Dame on Saturday. Um, oh, good, good luck with that. Yeah, good luck, sir. I'm honestly, <laughs> they cancel the game. <laughs> they might. <clears throat> they might. Uh, only thirty-four and a half point underdogs. Oh, oh man. Yeah, are y'all gonna take? Uh, I, I, I'll take anybody to cover. <laughs> uh, is that a no? The under in that game, it's fifty-two. <laughs> How are you gonna take the under when Notre Dame's probably gonna score fifty-two points? I, I think they'll uh, once they get up comfortably, like forty-two to nothing, they'll just like. <laughs> Yards yeah, like every other off. college football team does, it just destroys a poor team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sir. Yeah, Dino Babers. I, I give Dino a little bit of credit. You know, though. you know they're gonna trash talk and be like, "Yo, dude, you want to spike the ball on first down too?" Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> 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 they, they gonna trash talk that poor quarterback, dude. <laughs> oh, anyway, couldn't oh. be worse than what that uh, Steelers player did on Twitter talking about how it was gonna be an easy win today. Oh yeah, not not quite. I watched bits of the game. I didn't watch the whole thing. I had some other stuff to do, but I can't say I was super excited about Wednesday afternoon football. I'm glad they finally played the game. I mean, th- this feels like the longest NFL week and fantasy week ever. It was. I mean, oh my god, dude! I'm so I'm so glad this week is finally done. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, I guess kudos to the Ravens for. Keeping it close? I mean, granted, they got kind of a trashy, <laughs> garbagey touchdown. Was that McSorley to uh, Hollywood Brown or whatever? <laughs> yeah, it was. And that helps so, me win one of my leagues. Yeah, it, like, okay, legitimate question for the, for the betting man, Mark. Um, I know that wasn't at the end of the game, but would you in any way, shape, or form consider that like a bad beat? I mean, I know some people would be like, oh, and you're on the other side of it. Woo! But realistically, would you look at that and think, all right, pff, it's McSorley, pfft. There you go. Boom. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think that, that for, for me, that doesn't qualify as a bad beat. I mean, when you look at, you know, what's, uh, you know, not, not that, I mean, you know, Van Pelt and, uh, Stanford Steve are not like the, like the owners of what qualifies as a bad beat these days, but certainly they, they, they're going to highlight the top ones and, and, you know, that what they highlight plus, you know, what I would say I gauge and it, it, it is of course subjective, but I feel like it needs no. to be later in the game, right? Like the yeah. Eagles one, like the garbage Hail Mary. Oh, my God. Right? To, that bounces in Richard uh, – I think it was Richard Rodgers that brought it in, and then they get a walk-in two-point conversion. Like that one yeah. – because well, what, well, what was what was it, a six-and-a-half-point you know, line or whatever? Right. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what's, what was funny. I mean, talk about, you know, <laughs> shit, two consecutive mm. shit bad beats for you in the night where I, I really – I've mostly just been sticking to uh, college and NFL uh, yeah. betting on the weekends, but – uh, I felt like having a little little action that night, so I, I wasn't blind betting these, but I, I felt like doing some live bets. I just started watching or, or keeping track of some uh, college basketball, and uh, I took the over on um, on a game. Um, uh, I don't remember who was playing right this second, but anyway, the the underdog was actually crushing it, and the total was going a little little high, mm-hmm. but um, because they were crushing, they they were able to slow down at the end, put in some bench guys. I uh, got to a point where um, the total was uh, two points above my my under, so I was safe. I, I should have been great. There was 20 seconds left, and the team that was up 
15 has the ball. So just inbound it, go up the court, and, you know, game over. No, of course, the jackasses on the other side, Iona. That's who it was. Iona, <laughs> you know, are still trying to steal the ball and shit. They foul the guy. I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. I mean, uh... the 15-point game with 20 seconds left. Let it's... him dribble the ball out. It's There's over. no 15-point play. Now, thank goodness, the guy goes to the free throw line, shoots, and misses the first one. So I'm like, all right, makes a second. I should be fine, but of course, Iona still has one possession, dribble at the court, throw up a pretty ridiculous three-pointer swish. I was oh. like, it's just, it's just such garbage. So I'm so annoyed, but I'm like, all right, well, I'm doing the bad, better thing, but I want to chase a little bit. So the 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 game, the Eagles game, still going on. So I didn't do anything with the spread, but the live point total at that point mm-hmm. it was 20 to nine. It was 35 and a half over under, and I was like. Yeah. Seattle had the ball, and I thought they were just going to basically try to do nothing, not not really try that hard. So I was like, I'm going to go against everybody and go with the under because I think it's safe. And, of course, everything <laughs> would have been just fine until that goddamn play. So I got just fucking stabbed in the gut twice in a row. Uh, and you, so st- you I, stopped I chasing at that point, yes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I stopped chasing at that point. I was like, all right, the, the betting gods are against me today. We're done. <laughs> we're done. But, so, Good enough. So I didn't, I didn't have the standard – standard beat that everybody else had but it is, it is genuinely i mean i'm not gonna buy into anybody who says rigged or any of that shit but why did they go for two can, can anybody justify it like i look i'm gonna tell you now and i i'm gonna say doug peterson heard some information that the guy who bet 500k on seattle to cover he knew was a friend of the owner of the eagles and he wanted to stick it to him so he went ahead and went for two yeah, I mean, honestly, my, my like I said, I can't say rigged because that shit is nonsense. There's no, like, bat phone where somebody calls <laughs> in and is like, hey, we need to do this. But maybe, just maybe somebody, Peterson or somebody, like, knew the spread and were like, all right, well, we're losing this game, but let's let's piss some people off or something. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know because, I mean, obviously, if you're, if you're down, you know, if that score, you know, the six points makes it a, a ten-point game and going for two is going to make it eight, yeah, you go for two. But what's the difference between six or seven? At that point in the game, there's none. It just makes literally no sense. So I was like, I mean, it, I think it made that, no that, sense. I mean, I you know, again, I, I <laughs> honestly, it probably like, was. I think maybe, and it's I, you know, it's a guess here, but maybe they figure if they got the ball back, they're going for the win rather than the tie. But you could, but well, well, I, I see what you're saying there, but I, I would say the the, the logic usually says exactly. there if, okay. if you're going to do that, you do it on the last the last score. You know, I, I do so, not so disagree I, with you. I, I get what you're saying. That's, that's, I mean, I think, I, I, but uh, I believe that could, could be the logic here though. Obviously it really wasn't logical in any way, shape or form. Maybe they just figured F it. We're going deep. That sort of thing. <laughs> Sexy Rex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I lost like, I don't know, like a hundred bucks, which, you know, I'm not saying is nothing to me, but like, I can't imagine losing I mean, I'm at five figures, let alone the entire zero. house. Oh my god! I mean, obviously, if if you lost that much money, I I hope and pray it's somebody who can afford to lose that money, you know. But but you still like you still, no matter what, that that's such a gut punch that you just cannot believe. Because I mean, it it it, 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 I mean, it was a goodest Rogers. It was a hell of a catch. But I mean, I <laughs> meant so, nothing. Meant nothing. Question. The two point question for you then: uh, If if a line is like that, if it's like a six and a half. Right, it, yeah. is, is it a hedge? Is it a tease? I don't remember all the turns, but would you like buy that and move that, or would you leave um, it at six and a half? It, well, I'll tell you. I mean, it's at the start of a game. What I, I mean, I appreciate with Bovada, and I mean every every uh, bookie might be different, but with Bovada, mm-hmm. 
Um, they've changed it over the years, but right now you can always add or subtract a point and a half to your total. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, you're going to be, you know, if, if you're going to be giving away some winnings if you do that, but if I have a six and a half point line, I'm almost always going to buy a point because I would, you know, especially, I mean, if, if, I, if I've got the underdog, because I'm sure it's all going to want it at plus seven and a half versus plus six and a half. Yeah. Um, I just didn't know if, like, that, if, if that, Point five is like a is kind of like a line of demarcation when you're like, eh, let me see if I can you know tease that up or what move that a little bit. If if you can move it, if you're the underdog, you definitely would want to. Now as as a, as a favorite, you know you're definitely gonna want. I mean, you want it at six and a half instead of you know seven or higher because you know plenty of games are gonna come down to you know being a touchdown game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if, you've got, if you've got the underdog and you can move that up, sure. Uh, and or you know the, the hedge would be if you know you've got a, uh, a game covered by a lot, but you're still a little nervous that you know mm-hmm. the result could change. If you wanted to shift and put a little money on the other side, just so if something happens, you know you come out of the wash with you know losing just a little bit instead of a lot. But uh, I mean, come on, everybody thought Seattle was. I mean, Seattle was handling that game. I mean, they had everything. Yes, I mean that was hands. garbage. That was garbage. It, it, yeah, the, the Eagles defense you know, showed up pretty decently there, though I, I still think Seattle made some weird decisions and weird mistakes here and there. But, uh, I mean, that Seattle offense is, is such garbage. I know uh, everybody certainly is, you know, going to debate, you know, Jalen Hurt and, you know, when should we see him in there. And I don't know what to say about that. Wentz clearly isn't getting it done. I don't know that Hurt is ready uh, to Probably be the not. guy yet. But, you know, yeah, you would think at some point you'd want to test him rather than just putting him in there for a play or two. Uh, but who knows? Well, <clears throat> one thing that, that was interesting is specifically about this game. Uh, Rappaport tweeted this out. I don't. It came from uh, NFL Research, and they were talking about quarterbacks that have these big drop offs in passer rating when compared to their prior three years. And since, <laughs> if, if if I'm an Eagles fan, and now I will tell you, a couple years ago, man, I was like, dude, Wentz is balling, right? Because he, yeah. he looked like he was going to be the MVP one season, you know, and then it, everything, the, the wheels have just come off the bus, dude, for that guy. And maybe, and Shannon and I, you, you and I talked about this the other week, maybe they really, part of it is just missing Frank Reich and how yeah. important, perhaps Frank Reich was just way more important to that team and Doug Peterson than people realized. And I think that's a, a real legitimate point. But since 1950, and this is a to me this is a crazy statistic, since 1950, Wentz is the sixth quarterback and the only one under age 30 to have a passer rating more than 24 points, 24 points below his combined rating over the prior three seasons. Okay, wow. so four of the prior five quarterbacks to do this retired immediately after that season. Oof. The last two instances are Peyton Manning in 2015 and Favre in 2010. All right? And all these guys, Y.E. Tittle's in there. He was 38. Peyton Manning was in there. He's 39. Joe Theismann was in there. He's 36. Mark Rippon was in there. He was 31. But, I mean, the 91 Redskins were a thing of glory. The 92-93, man, that was a precipitous decline. (laughs) Like, that team got old in a hurry, and Gibbs was like, I'm out, y'all. And then Favre... You know, he was never the same after that NFC Championship game where the Saints were allowed to completely pillage that guy. Uh, and, he sh- he, and he shouldn't have come back for that. They, he shouldn't have come back that last season. That was a mistake. But anyway, I mean, think about the difference. Those are all guys that were clearly at the end of their career. And Carson Wentz is 28, dude. That's a terrible statistic. 
Should just be hitting his prom. (laughs) Yeah. Now, the only All prime right, he's so. hitting these days is Amazon Prime doing some shopping. That's it. <laughs> All right, let's pose this question. Uh, Shannon, the uh, Reich has been the head coach three years. This is his third season? I believe so, yes. So think about that. This, From the, that statistic, it does coincide with his decline when you True. think about it. It True does. Story. It does. Uh, granted, I, th- I think that you know the Eagles organization under Peterson. Who's their Who's their GM? Roseman. Howie Roseman. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what's funny is how much crap people gave Chip Kelly, but they essentially won a Super Bowl with a roster that Chip Kelly kind of built. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and getting hot and Nick Foles and all kinds of things that just kind of uh, broke their way. But where have they gone since the Super Bowl, other than down and losing <laughs> Frank Reich? It's 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 ugly and it, and it's tough because I, I I like I like what I know about Carson Wentz he he seems by all accounts like a like a real good dude and and he's got sure. a, got a good head on, head on his shoulders but uh, yeah it's thing things have definitely fallen off pretty drastically it's it's got a sting seeing his decline with 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 his contract and everything oh yeah with with everything they they, they put behind him I you know I I guess you know you <laughs> flip side you could say I mean obviously you know Foles wouldn't have been the right move or the answer either long term uh maybe I don't not think i don't think i guess you can't guarantee it uh but uh yeah i don't i don't know what they're gonna do about that uh, they're gonna be up against it i mean i, I think a lot of eagles fans are, are calling for roseman's head and i don't think they're that far away from calling for peterson's head yeah getting them out of there and whether that's the right decision i don't know but i mean carson wentz's regression if you're an eagles fan that is painful I think if you're Peterson, you know, not putting Hurts in is telling me he's not ready. It's telling me Hurts isn't ready. I don't think you're trying to protect Carson because I think Peterson knows better. I don't think Hurts is ready. But in the same respect, like, don't you almost have to play Hurts just to show the fans and the the world be like, hey, look. A little bit. Right. That, that, that this isn't okay. Like this, I mean, in, like, in a sport where where win, winning week in week out is so you know pivotal, and you know, it's not it's not like they're just struggling a little bit. I mean, the the numbers are just hideous. Yeah, they've got very little running game to 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 fall back on. So I, I get that, but it's it's Wentz it's clearly not right. So I mean. I, I I mean, most people consider the Seahawks' pass defense to be about the worst in the league. Yeah. Right? They're, they're historically bad. I mean, they't terrible. Now historically don't, don't, bad. Don't yes. laugh has helped them. Yes. Carson Wentz was sacked six times by the Seahawks defense. He only had 215 yards, right? And a touchdown. Right. And that was a garbage ass one late. And a yeah, pick. That was by luck. Of course it was by luck. All right, Seattle held Philadelphia to 180 net passing yards. They've allowed an average of 340, essentially 344 per game. That's terrible. Oh, Mark, this one's for you. I love this user comment. This was a betting comment. And this user said, uh, this is on a PFT article. It said, here's the best gambling advice you will ever receive. Eagles opponents in the first half against the spread. Bet at large, consistent winner. (laughs) And I chuckled. I was like, I immediately thought of you. And I think a lot of it's just salty Eagles fans. Uh, I'll say this. Uh, Seattle's um, uh, pass rush has struggled this year, but 
adding Dunlap and uh, getting a little healthy, man. Yeah. It's starting to pick up, which is helping the, um, you know, the back end there. And maybe those couple of trades that they've made this year just to get some pass rushes maybe starting to pay off. I mean, I know at the maybe. end of um, one of the Sunday night games, Dunlap got the sack to end the game. Well, was that against but, the Cardinals? Uh, yeah, Cardinals. Yes, yeah. He got it on Murray. And um, <laughs> thank you for the clarification. <laughs> thank you. Thank Justin. you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> I mean, that, that's almost as obvious as that sack that Peyton Manning teabagged on that person. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to say, I, I, I like how Peyton Manning put the teabag in UC. John Cena, Jeff. I'm just. Anyway. We're rock burning Anyway. Anyway, just I, I think that some of the pieces they've added together and done lap and all that starting to uh, pay off. Yeah, it, and, it, it's helped. Uh, which is going to help, you know, the back end there. And, um, you know, I mean, it's Philly as well. So it's not like the Philly's, awesome. Philly's a mess. Uh, kudos, by the way, to, to uh, DK Metcalf, man. 10 passes, career high, 177 yards, bro. Hey, Chris Ballard, you could have had him. <laughs> Dick. Lots of people hey, could have Shannon, had. Shannon, how about Debo having 11 catches for 133 yards? Adams! <laughs> womp, womp. Had Debo, too. Womp, womp. Could have had Debo and Metcalf if we wanted them. Dude, how filthy would that be? And you could have, you know, Paris Campbell, who hasn't played in two years. <laughs> Motherfucker. Tell me how I'm you really feel. Fig- I'm still trying to figure out how Mississippi, how, how Ole Miss, Mississippi State, whatever the hell they were, how they were so oh, bad when they had... Metcalf and AJ Brown. I, I think how Mac- the hell do you get be so damn bad when you have well, those two? Gotta have blockers, man. Gotta have blockers yeah. and in a halfway decent quarterback. I mean, they upset Alabama a couple of years in a row. So yeah, uh, one of the teams was led by Dak. Well, that's Mississippi State. That's not <laughs> Ole Miss. No, I don't follow college football that much. <laughs> what? That's right. Close. Close. <laughs> you see what I have to work with? Dude's fucking spiking it on fourth down <laughs> in the game on fuck's sake, man. <laughs> Hashtag facts. Yeah, that's, that's, that's facts. <laughs> that's a lot of facts. All right. Oh, my God. Side note, uh, we, we're almost 40 minutes in. We haven't brought Woodfield in yet, so I guess I should go ahead. <laughs> I guess I should go ahead and do this. And I'm going to do everybody a favor here. No, I'm just saying, look, on the bright side, at least you're not going to get Rickrolled, right? Yeah. Look at the bright side. And no, we're not doing that global sweet, sweet, we're not doing that global sweet Carolina event. Sorry. No deal. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. But since we're going to go ahead and bring in, we're going to do everybody a favor, just letting you know. So if you're playing Whamageddon, you're done. It's over. It's over. It's wrong, man. <laughs> you got to win. Yeah. It's George Michael. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that we've ever played this song on this podcast before. I don't Probably believe so. Not. I think so. I doubt it, but I figured if anybody needed to go ahead and fail out a whole bunch of anybody trying to avoid last Christmas, if they're playing Whamageddon, it would be the fail horn. I mean, it's catchy. Don't get me wrong. You should have just brought him into Mariah Carey like you were going to do last week. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, 
second. I'm, I'm picking Colt McCoy up in all my leagues. Really? Yes. <laughs> but why? I need a quarterback. There you go, Whitfield. We could have saw it like moving our heads. That's, that's funny. <laughs> it is catchy. It actually had video going. Yeah. It is kind of catchy, but. It is catchy. I mean, it, it's not a bad. It's just one of those songs that just get it, it, you just get browbeaten with it. Is it's, it's it's a beating of the dead horse. Yes. Yes. I mean, but back then, she she was hot. She, I, she was that, you know, there. that's a pretty significant rewind. Twenty five years. I don't like know. That. I mean, that's twenty five years ago. I'm sure we were all hot. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, you know I'm what I would not. Go ahead. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure today we still wouldn't kick her out of bed. Don't tell our wives. Um, <laughs> I didn't That's say that. I mean, unless she played this song in the middle of everything, then I might have to. No, it might be fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, you gotta love Christmas radio. You will like this song. <laughs> Bash your head in the wall. Oh yeah, it's, it gets brutal. All right, so here, here's my beef with Christmas radio. What's your beef? My beef is why can't we get like DMX singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer on this station? Or why can't we get like um, Lil John with the Kool-Aid Man? <laughs> Have y'all heard that one? Yes. I mean... Nice. I'd forgotten about that too, McGuffin. Thanks for the and, reminder. And Lil John and the Kool-Aid Man. What I want for Christmas. Dude, I already have it pulled up. My man. Right here. Right here. My man. By, by the way, I will say I am glad. Do you guys, I don't remember what year it was. Do y'all remember hotornot.com? Oh, yeah. Let, let me tell you what. As a middle-aged adult male, like as a teenager, I thought it was great. Right, <laughs> I thought Hot or Not was fantastic. We thought it was hilarious. Right, uh, back in our late teens, early twenties, whenever the hell that was, that was a thing. Um, I don't quite remember. I don't even know if that site still exists anymore. Um, I remember it from the Social Network when they did that. Yeah, Hot or Not I don't know. I mean, yeah. we'd have to look up what year that was. Couldn't even tell you. Um, but I, but I, I, I can tell you yeah. one thing. I am like, I'm glad. Like, <laughs> I can't imagine if we were dumb enough to put our current selves on that. We would, <laughs> we would get crushed. We would get crushed. You know, it's like those roast me, like hot or not turned into roast me. You know what I'm saying, Mark? Like, that's what that was. Back in the day, it was hotornot.com, and now it's dumbasses holding up a <laughs> slash roast me thing and getting crushed. <laughs> the, the evolution of the internet is very mean. <laughs> Yeah, I would honestly. I I think I would be most curious um, if the all of us did a roast me thread on Reddit. Who oh, would God. who would get it the worst? 
<laughs> I don't know. There's a couple of you I can think of that probably get it pretty bad. Yeah. And I'd be one of them. <laughs> I think we'd all get taken to the woodshed, dude. <laughs> we would all get taken to just crushed. It'd be terrible. We'd be like, damn, I never thought someone would say that about me. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> Nice. By the way, in Midlothian, in that the really good neighborhood off of um, what's it, Charter Colony or whatever. That sounds about right. Anyway. They did their lights to that song, and it was freaking phenomenal. Nice. Oh, hey, my god! Let me tell you what. Some of these people doing these gigantic Christmas lights displays. They got to pay that light bill, bro. <laughs> Keeping the Wentworth thing in rotation, man. I loved it last week. I loved it. It stayed. That's a keeper. WNBA need cash now. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's good. That's good. There you go. Hey, you know what though? Um, why you bring up the WNBA? Let's let's bring up a couple of women this weekend who made some history. Uh, in, in all seriousness, and I, yeah. I don't want to joke around with this, but uh, Sarah Fuller, kicker for Vanderbilt, uh, came the first female uh, to play in a Power Five game. What's amazing is how many people didn't understand the idea of a squib kick. Yeah, and, you know, in there, you know, these people are hey, freaking morons. The, that was the play. Kick it down so that they have to fall on it and they can't advance the ball. That's and why granted, it's called a kick. I will. I will admit, if anybody could have done a fan, if, if if anybody else could step up to the plate out of nowhere and deliver an excellent squib kick into the ground, it would be Donovan McNabb. <laughs> just... well, he, he would have thrown it, and then they, <laughs> they would have got the ball at midfield. No, so. no, 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 what would have happened was is he would have tried to do it, and he would have done what the Colts did and watched A.J. Brown run it into the damn end zone for a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> I, my fantasy team. Bruh. Bruh. How, how you, I actually kind of cheered that. I was like, yes. How, how y'all let that man run that was that kid back for a 42-yard touchdown, bro? Come on, man. I wasn't even mad on that one, I'll tell you. I didn't expect to win the game, and when he ran back, I was like, that's icing on the cake right there, my man. That's for my fantasy team. Wasn't there an NFL coach that reached, reached out and told her, like, you, you know, was it Rivera? I thought maybe it was some, some NFL coach reached out and was like, you know, perfect squib kick. That's awesome, awesome seeing you out there today. Way to go. It, it could have been. Could have been. I didn't, I didn't, I haven't seen that article, but uh, I'd have to look. But uh, I hope that's the case. I just, you know, to me, it's, <laughs> a lot of people made comments that didn't understand what that was. They thought it was just a crap kick because they clearly didn't understand what the hell a squib kick is. I mean, if you do Stupid what they ask you to but, do, yeah. 
She she did what she was asked to do, right. and, and you know, yeah, it, it, dumb's gonna dumb, and you know yes. that yep. that's what she was told to do, and clearly she nailed it because the guy had no other choice but to fall on the ball, fall on yep. the ball, like she couldn't she advance it, and you know Vanderbilt didn't even get into field goal range all day. It was forty-one to nothing, mm-hmm. and he didn't have the opportunity to kick a field goal, so. Look, I, I give credit to Derek Mason. He knew he was a lame duck. He got fired the next day. Mm-hmm. I, I thought Vanderbilt could have waited a week and done it because it, it just looked really bad firing him the next day after that happens. Mm-hmm. But they're bringing her back this week again uh, to a row game against Georgia. Good. Why not? You know, why not? And, uh, you know, maybe she'll get a chance to kick a field goal. I, I doubt it against Georgia's defense. My goodness gracious. I mean, if you're not scoring on Missouri, I'm not sure how you're going to score on Georgia. Just a, a random get... fortuitous turnover. Just set him up, you know. It may be. And, know. you know, I, I, I would expect Kirby Smart to play for the fake field goal and, uh, you know, let her get the opportunity there. Because, I mean, Georgia's going to run all over them. It, um, that, realistically, just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just going to be – they're just going to smoke them and – Hopefully Kirby Smart's not too much of an idiot and just. Speaking of running all over people, I I, I want to circle back because I don't know if we're gonna if we're gonna get back to that Titans Colts game again. Um, and since Randy brought it up, we might as well just run with this for a second. Um, okay. And realistically, it's tough sledding for any running back to be NFL MVP. Let's be honest. But Derrick Henry certainly has to be in the conversation. Yes, I think that's he has to be. And cold weather football, I mean, the Titans, you know, it's there's not a lot of running backs where you know, they make the joke where somebody don't want to tackle them. But when the, in cold weather, Derrick Henry coming at you, dude, there's some people that are going to duck and there's going to be some people that get trucked, right? You know that. And I was looking at, like, the last, just the last 20 years of MVPs. Do you remember the last running back to win the MVP? LT. He Probably. did. He did. That was 2006. Hmm. But that's not the last running back to do it. Adrian Peterson? AP in 2012. Okay. So you got eight. That's a long-ass time. It's AP. Uh, that was where he would just miss the record, isn't it? Coming off the ACL? We'd have, we'd have to look it up. But he, he won NFL MVP in 2012. LT won it in 06. And one other running back in the 2000s won it. That had to or, be like didn't, a very didn't John Smith win it. Mm, you, that would be the 90s, though. You're going back. Sean Alexander. Oh, wow. Uh, I totally uh, forgot uh, about that. Yeah. Dude. He, yeah. He had a couple yeah. years that were just filthy. Emmett yeah, Smith. And he got to Washington and the wheels fell off. Well, the wheels had fallen off before he got there. Um, <laughs> and Emmett Smith won in 93. Uh, Barry Sanders in 97. Terrell Davis in 98. Marshall Falk in 2000. In the 90s, you had a whole bunch. It, it, was, it was mixed out. Uh, mixed up fairly well, you know. Thurman Thomas got one in '91. You know, and there's a whole bunch of Brett Favre and Kurt Warner and you know Steve Young mixed in there in the '90s, and Joe Montana right at the front end, '80, '89, and '90. Hell, yeah. I didn't. I had completely forgotten Boomer Esiason won a damn NFL MVP. Holy shit, he did. He did '88. Wow. Good gracious. Yep. The year the Bengals went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Niners. Yep. Yeah, in the last minute. How about how about you guys want to wager a guess for the last non-quarterback or running back 
to win NFL MVP? Oh, God. That had to be the 80s. and Mark, you ought to be able to get this one, bro. What, what was the category again? I, I missed part of it. NFL, NFL MVP, non-quarterback or running back to win NFL MVP. Yeah, I would think 86, 87. Uh-huh. Lawrence Taylor, bro. And before and before that, it's Mark Mosley, kicker for the Washington Redskins. Mm. Wait, what? 82 uh, NFL MVP, Mark Mosley, kicker. Oh, was that the uh, strike short, uh, shortened season? <laughs> I, I don't know, but there he is, MVP. Oh, for fuck's sake. Sorry, <laughs> Randy, thing, but wow. You're good. That's incredible. Dude, kudos to you, Mark Mosley. <sighs> A kicker winning NFL MVP. That's like that's like the, that's the unicorn right there. Yeah, man. right. <laughs> Holy Toledo! I th- that's not happening anytime this decade, man. No, no, not, not in this all. quarterback league. Uh, uh-uh. uh, 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 uh. So, I, I will say this, Justin. Yeah. Um, couple of things from this game, and I already mentioned the lineman being gone, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, first touchdown reception in forever since like week eight of last year. Mm-hmm. as like the first one in like 14 or I 18. Think si- I think since the week that you traded him to me in fantasy last year. Yes. Yes. The week <laughs> I traded him to you in fantasy. That was the end. <laughs> that was the end uh, of him. <laughs> that's total insanity when you think about it. <laughs> it is. It is. Well, he, and, he hasn't been hell. He hasn't been right. He hasn't been healthy. He's had some other stuff going on. And the Colts' offensive line has not been like have they how they have been in the past this season. Mm-hmm. Like they just have not been playing as well as they should be. And I'm not I'm not sure who's to blame for that. If it's just injuries, Doug Peterson. Jumping. What's that, Doug Peterson? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> not taking DK Metcalf. Yeah, not taking DK Metcalf or Debo. <laughs> you know, taking freaking soft ass single ply Paris Campbell. Single ply Paris Campbell. Wow. Uh, uh, incidentally, incidentally, Derrick Henry was housing him so bad that I, I love I loved that play, and I hope you 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 all saw it. Um, where he was like, at, it just it was a beautiful decoy. Like everybody was going after Derrick Henry, and Tannehill's just like, all right, let me just run into the end zone untouched. Poof. Yep. <laughs> right before the half. <laughs> Thirty. And that was a 14, smart call. Dude. It was brilliant. It was brilliant, man. It was brilliant. They were all after Derrick Henry, and Tannehill's just like, yo, <laughs> I'm in. He's like, I'm off to see the wizard. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> done a dig and he would have made it to the end zone oh. I, I know i know it's super obvious but i mean it's just <laughs> henry henry is such an unfair weapon to have late in games because yeah i i mean i don't want to try to tackle that guy <laughs> at any point in time that's mm-hmm. damn sure uh but i especially would not want to in third and fourth quarters of the game when i'm already freaking tired uh dude can you know throw me off the field with one hand as we've seen with against you know norman uh, <laughs> he did it to a Colts lineman, man. Yeah, no, he did. He's uh, a beast, he, he's, dude. He's a he's beast. Just ridiculous. He's just ridiculous. Yeah, and and it's funny, Kevin, because you, you you're really the first person I've heard mention Derrick Henry for NFL MVP, and I'm I'm actually kind of on that bandwagon. He, he's he's got to be in the conversation. I mean, the thing is, realistically, it's it's probably Mahomes. Um, I think you got to throw Rodgers in there, too, because Rodgers has had do. a hell of a season. He has. 
Uh, Mahomes has had a hell of a season, and not as good as those two, but I'd have to look at his stats. But do you have to throw Big Ben in there? I mean, 11-0? Yes. And 0? yes. With the record, and I, mean, and I was going to say, I mean, Russ, I mean, I guess he maybe he's not quite Russ. up to what he was early in the season, but, I mean, those numbers early in the season, and I, I don't think he's fallen off but, but so much, you know. Can, can we just get Russ, Russ one vote? At least one vote. Like, um, just one vote. Like, this guy has never had a vote for NFL MVP ever, and I, this guy's been like. Which is a crime. I mean, that's, yeah, it, it's it a does feel crime, like it, I mean. We got to get this dude at least one vote. Mark, um, out of curiosity, if, can you pull the Bovada odds for NFL MVP? Sure. I'd be happy to. I, I'm super curious because I, I would imagine it's it's uh, Mahomes, Rodgers, Roethlisberger. Henry. Henry. After that, I'm not sure. Well, Russell Wilson. I, I would say that's your – that to me, that's your top five, right? Mahomes, Rodgers, Wilson, Roethlisberger, and Henry. I mean, I mean who, realistically. who else yeah. would really be in the mix? Uh, Daniel Jones. N- no. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, no defenders are really sticking out, but so much this mm-hmm. year. Um, I mean, it- Rodrigo, Rodrigo Blankenship. Yeah, nah. <laughs> nah. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, mean, I, guess could, I guess the next position to look at maybe would be wide receiver, maybe. But even then, they're still not going to overtake any of the quarterbacks. No. Tyreek Lee's speaking touchdowns. I mean, D-Hop probably has the most receptions and yards. Uh, I think I think Metcalf has the most yards. Um, and then it's Tyreek. Of course, he had after last week. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I think Tyreek and uh, Kelsey are like top five each. Uh, that sounds right. I mean, without looking it up to confirm that, that sounds right. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to know the, the the where they're at on. Not that betting odds are a great indicator of who the NFL MVP would be, but uh, I, I think we're on we're on target with the top five. I th- I'd be surprised if there's anybody else mixed in there. And right, well, you know, I've got I've got it up. Okay. Let me let me let me see when this for okay. Uh, so, but Bovada actually doesn't have it yet. Oh. Um, I found an article, but uh, it sucks a little bit because it, it says this is from, I don't see an exact date, but this is two weeks ago. So it's obviously, eh. let me see, let me see if I can find some more. I mean, it's, it, it, cause this isn't, this isn't what y'all were thinking. I mean, it's not terribly far off, but it actually has some different names than y'all are thinking. Right, uh, what, 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 one, one, I think you may, may actually regret. And I have to say, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, I, they, they're not going to win it. I don't think, but they should be considered. Uh, I mean, I, I can search a second longer and see if I can find a more recent one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> we will. <laughs> um, it, so so while we have a second. While we have uh, a second. Yeah, go ahead. Let, let's give props to uh, Callie Brownson, uh, first woman to coach a position group in NFL. She coached the uh, Cleveland Browns tight end group uh, Sunday. You know, Austin Hooper caught a touchdown, so we'll give her the credit for that. <laughs> yeah, one. You'll give her the credit for that. Nice. Yeah, I no. like that. It's charitable. That's good. Austin Hooper wouldn't know what to do without her. So, <laughs> and uh, you know what? I, and I know probably people were clowning this kid, uh-huh. but I, I do want to give credit to Kendall Hinton for at least trying his ass off uh, for Denver this past Sunday. You know that yeah. that that was. He had no shot. 
no, uh, no, he, he literally he had zero point zero percent chance to win that game. He, he, no, no prep, nothing. Just sign off the practice squad, and it's like, here you go, kid. Good he luck. Yeah, he only had to go against a top five defense. I Bro, mean, he, he he didn't have a single practice rep this week. He was a practice squad wide receiver that hadn't played quarterback since what was it Wake Forest since college. Yep. All right. Four hours before the kickoff against the Saints, who are arguably one of the better, better, I don't know where, you know, top five, top six, top four, whatever. One of the better defenses in the league, particularly as of late. All right. Quarterback coach Mike Shula, offensive coordinator Pat Shermer, were working with Hinton, who hadn't played the position since Wake Forest two years ago on about 10% of the playbook just to work on mechanics and get a couple of plays down. He played 25 snaps against the league's third rated defense. One of nine, you know, one of nine passes, 13 yards, two picks. And Shannon, this is for you. Uh, the Blue Tarski. He did get the Blue Tarski. Zero, zero point, point zero rating. But. Uh, and you know what? It's not his fault, man. Yeah, it, no, it's it's real, fun fact. Know, I feel like we're, uh, what was the movie with. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. It's not your fault. It's not your fun fault. factoid. It's not your fault. Fun factoid. All right. <laughs> Taysom Hill or Hinton? Who threw the most recent touchdown? Who threw the most recent touchdown? Uh-huh. Shit. Hinton? I would say Hill because I think Hill's throwing a touchdown this year. I think it's Hinton because of the pick six. Ah! Hinton's last touchdown came on October 7th, 2017 against Clemson, which is more recently than Taysom Hill whose last touchdown throw was November 26, 2016 for BYU oh, against Utah State. <laughs> damn. Wow. And I, and, I, and I know, I hate to say it, but I think he, uh, Hinton is like only the, it's only the second time that a quarterback has thrown more interceptions than completions. Wow. Yeah. Who was the other, Tim Tebow? <laughs> Actually, no. The, no, no. Actually, the, uh, the person who did it first uh-huh. Ryan Leaf. Hey, my, <laughs> my man, Ryan Leaf, buddy. Knock it off! <laughs> Knock it off, all right? <laughs> but, no, I mean... I, I, hope, I hope Ryan Leaf gets buried by Whamageddon and <laughs> Last Christmas and <laughs> Mariah Carey, all that. I mean, and, I, and I know we discussed it a little bit in the chat, but it just felt like... The NFL, the NFL just kind of gave the Broncos the finger and was like, "No, just you, you get what you get." Whereas you look at how much they kept on delaying the Ravens Steelers. Now um, I get they're trying to say it's all about containing the infection and making sure it doesn't spread, but there's been a couple games where well, they, they effed them. They effed yeah. them. Let's not lie, they effed them. But the Broncos also didn't follow protocol. All yeah, four of those, all, all yeah, four of those quarterbacks. All four of those quarterbacks: Jeff Driscoll, Drew Locke, Brett Rippon, Blake Bortles. All right, and it was Driscoll that tested positive, but all four quarterbacks failed to wear a mask in meetings, and they weren't cooperative with contact tracing with the league. Wow! So you got double foul against you. You didn't no wear the mask. The league said after. Yeah, you. that's why. That's why. They said, you know what? You did this to yourselves. F you. 
And oh, is it there you go. is it fair? No. Um, but I think this that that game is absolutely a matter of where they said you know the league's like I guess it's the idea of uh, it feels like they postponed the Ravens game for competitive reasons, right? It kind of feels like that. I'm not saying it's what they did, but it's what it kind of feels like, right? Um, but at and, least they were upfront about everything. Yeah, yeah, and, and they were, you know, and the Broncos are just like, nope, too. sorry, <laughs> tough for y'all. You did this to yourselves. You lied about it. You, you tried to screw it. Nope. Sorry. Tough. By the way, I'm, I'm sure maybe I should know this, but I'm assuming Brett, Brett Rippin related in, in what mm-hmm. way? Do we know? Mm-hmm. Uh, son, uh, right? Son. Okay, nice. I thought it was son uh, or nephew, but I guess it's son. It could be nephew. I, I could be off. Uh, also, I just wanted to say that after the game, Vic Fangio did give Hinton props in the locker room and everyone. He's the nephew. He's 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 not the son, he's the nephew of Mark. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say nephew sounded right. I yeah. Now that I thought about it. But Fangio did give uh Hinton props mm-hmm. and the entire team came up and gave him dap. And Kurt Warner even just on Twitter was just like, you know what, the kid fought his butt off all day, never gave oh, up. They kept, put him in an impossible kept, situation. Yeah, it, like it, he called it a, a, a crappy hand he was dealt. Yes, and, and there was no, there was just no shot. And no. for whatever reason, in one of my fantasy leagues, the New Orleans defense was still available that day. And I was just like, you know, <laughs> got to do it. Let yeah. me just go ahead and add the New Orleans defense <laughs> real quick. Yeah. So I'm in the playoffs now because of that. Who was nice. telling me about a fantasy league? Where they picked up DK Metcalf. What? What? Hey, Whitfield, was that you? Uh, he's he's, he's just... away from his microphone. Oh. Who, the, who the hell drops DK Metcalf? It, I, I think it's it's one of those. It's got to be one of those BS like four team leagues or something. I mean, where, what do you want? Crack or something? There's no yes. there's nobody in the league. Is it like a two team league? <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hope so. But Jesus. <laughs> um, all right, so I, I've got I've got a. I've got a nice okay. updated uh, as as of, as of uh, yesterday. I updated uh, MVP odds list. So okay, you know, I'll yeah. go ahead and say yes. I mean, obviously, number one, it's it's Mahomes. It's mm-hmm. Mahomes is pretty significant favorite. I don't think any of us can argue against that. But uh, what would we say? What what's y'all's uh, um, number well, two? Our we our top five, not necessarily in order, were Mahomes, Rogers, Roethlisberger, Wilson, and Henry. That's our five. So okay. I'll I'll say you've got four of the five. Henry four. is not in the top five according to this list. <clears throat> so but, it's it's probably another quarterback. <laughs> possibly. I wouldn't think it's Dalvin Cook. No, he's on the list, but much lower. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't think it's Dalvin Cook. So there's not another running back that I would necessarily put up there. I mean, Adam Gase would be the NFL MVP for making sure that they can get Trevor Lawrence, but that's not how they vote. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only the only one I can think of that might be on the list. I don't think he's top five. He might be in at least top ten. Is uh, Josh Allen? Yeah, maybe he got. There was a lot. There were, there was a fair amount of conversation about him earlier this season, but I wouldn't think he'd still be there. But maybe is it maybe. a quarterback stat? It is. And not Josh Allen. I didn't say that. 
<laughs> so I was I was gonna let everybody you know give give me their thoughts. I mean, are, are people being ass bags and saying Brady's a top five candidate for MVP? Well, better not be Brady. No, no, I wouldn't not. think so. Okay, I was um, just just checking. You know what? Given all the chatter earlier this year, I'd say maybe I'd probably I'd probably because it shouldn't be Drew Brees. No, it's not going to be Herbert. It's not, you know, what I mean, it's not. Gonna be, it's certainly not Carr. <laughs> no, it's certainly not, not Sam Darnold. I mean, I guess you could make a case for Kyler Murray. I mean, it's got to be Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick. If Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'm gonna say, if Ky- it comes to beards, yes, he's yeah. the NFL MVP. If it comes to brawny paper towels and beards, then Ryan Fitzpatrick's <laughs> in the mix. Um. MVP baby, MVP, most valuable beard. I'm gonna say Kyler Murray is entertaining, but my lean would be Josh Allen. All right, so you you got it. So that that that's that's the five. Uh, In order, we got Mahomes again is dead on minus 400 favorites. I mean, and that certainly seems right. Uh, Number two is Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. Number number three is Russ Wilson. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number four is Big Ben. Mm -hmm. And number five is Josh Allen. But at the same at the the same um, price points, the 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 same same uh, odds, uh, we do actually have Kyler Murray. And then and then just just below that is Derrick Henry. Um, And and then actually according to this list, (laughs) right below him is Tom Brady, which is just fucking stupid. No. well, I would, there's, there's, there's no way. And then, you, and then once, once what are you here, telling me? How is Jared Goff not on this freaking list? <laughs> Look, I'm just <laughs> saying, like, Derrick Henry's stock is rising, so if you can buy it now, I would buy it. Kyler Murray, you, you cannot lose that game to the Patriots. I'm sorry. I, I, I get it. You got a shoulder ailment, but you you got to win that game. Well, I, I mean, their field goal kicker enough. missed, what, a 45-yard field goal? Yeah, but they could have kicked one right before the end of the first half, and they they chose to go for it, and they didn't get it. So, I mean, th- there's your three points right there, dude. That's yeah. just props to the the Patriots on that stand at the end there. Sure, Ser- seriously, I, I, props, I, 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 absolutely, props to them. But like, if you're Kingsbury, like, I, like side note, you, you look, we we've talked about this. I'm a take the points kind of guy, mm-hmm. and take, it's the logical thing to do. Take the obvious points and see how it plays out. That that's just me. Sorry, go ahead, Cap. No, I was gonna say I want to I want to thank James White for becoming relevant again. Awesome, that motherfucker, man. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Thank you, thank you for that. Um, right, enough about fantasy football. Uh, I, I don't know, man. Like it feels like um, Carolina's misplayed their hands a couple of times on that this year. You know, as far as like, you know what I mean, as far as either going forward or taking to the points, and some of that's revisionist because if you make it, then woo, it's good. I mean, they went forward on fourth and one, and I think this is the right. Wasn't that when uh, Drake? It was Drake, and he he got stopped short. Yeah, like right yep. at the end of the half, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it it's gutsy. Yeah. It's it's some huevos, right? But I mean, like maybe it would have just been just yeah, boot to field goal and call it a day, bro. And it was so close, but the thing is, is there were so many bodies involved, you really couldn't see the ball get over the line. Yeah. And yes, Shannon, I did just say ball. (laughs) (laughs) Thank Uh, you. Side note, uh, Kyler Murray had 31. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm I'm getting there. I can talk while I look up a soundboard. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Shut the fuck up. God damn. In my opinion, that sucked. 
Sorry. You balls. said balls. Damn. Right, you did. Patient <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Actually, real, real, real quick, and uh, I swear we'll get back to in a second, but speaking of Sam Jackson, I, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I hadn't really gotten a chance to test it out but so much. Anybody here within the sports brew, anybody mm-hmm. listening, uh, if you have a Amazon uh, Alexa of, of any kind, pay the, I think it's $1.99, maybe two ninety nine. get the Sam Jackson voice. It's, it, I mean, I don't know how much, I, I can't even imagine how much money he got paid, but clearly, like, when they first put it out there, people complained that there wasn't enough content. They've got it to the point, I mean, I don't know how much he must have recorded, but, I mean, you can ask him, basically use him as your sole, like, voice assistant <laughs> to give you the weather. He'll say, tell me the, what the weather's going to be in Silver Spring, Maryland tomorrow. Uh, but the best thing, well, I shouldn't say the best thing. There's a lot of awesome things. It's just well worth it. But he'll tell you some jokes, and I wish, I don't think I can get him to repeat one, but I swear if I can ever get him to start saying the same joke again i'm gonna have to record it for y'all because i don't know i usually ask maybe like once a day just ask him ask him for a joke and he told me he said i can say motherfucker in 10 different languages and then he started doing it and it was just glorious (laughs) (laughs) emphatically saying motherfucker in italian in german with this just you could tell he was just smiling from ear to ear oh it was just just beautiful they speak english in what (laughs) (laughs) that's beautiful man it's just outstanding (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's it's just it's just so good. Uh, it told me the other day. He was like, uh, "How many snakes does it take to change a light bulb?" I don't know, but just as long as there ain't too many motherfuckers on this plane. <laughs> he's just it's just wonderful. So I would be tempted uh, yeah. to do it, uh, except that uh, because four, because six. <laughs> so I don't think I could have Sam Jackson like yeah, dropping bombs I yet. That, I get that. Maybe maybe if you just like. Do, if you got your phone can do it i don't know yeah, yeah maybe you <laughs> not, know what I, where get, i would take get, sam jackson friendly, you know where i would love sam jackson i want him as the voice on ways yeah driving around that yeah, would be probably. fantastic take a left motherfucker yeah it's a copperhead bitch like i don't know i just want something <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> that that would make me very happy yeah now that that i would be willing to pay for like legitimately or the rock. That would be that would be pretty fun too. Well, you could just It seems time. like you have a little problem understanding the English language. <laughs> like I could say <laughs> I could I could, I could get down with that. You just you just teach the kids that Sam Jackson is allowed to say these words, you're not. <laughs> Y'all can't. Sam can. Say he 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 has a prescription. He's allowed to. Yeah. Well, it's up to you, dummy. <laughs> 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 Uh, would you re- instant replay that for me? <laughs> I like I like this one, man. <laughs> you ought to go try to find a brain cell and, and find a cheap one because you ain't got no trade in. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Why don't you go down to the mail? T- Hold on. Stop lazy and get you a ticket the way your brain has been vacationing. <laughs> Love me some red fox. Right I know, there. dude. Like, I haven't watched an episode of Sanford and Son in a long time, but I, I might have to dig that. I loved that show. Yeah, back in the day. Good stuff right yeah. there. No, that's a classic. Like, legit. That's a classic. 
I need a new drink, man. We need a salute clock. I need a new beverage. We're, we're pretty good on time. It's about 110. So if we take a quick break, come back, we can probably just kind of power through you know, <clears> another 45 or an hour and be done and call it a day. Mark, how are you on time, man? Yeah, probably I should do my usual, but I'll, I'll stick around maybe for a salute clock and, and maybe a, if you got anything in particular uh, you want from me in the front end of the next side. Yeah, l- let's get a salute clock in, and then um, I, I would like to hear your thoughts as far as LeBron's extension, sure, um, sure. like that, and uh, I don't know what else. I, I don't know. We can bounce around a couple other things, maybe some college basketball impressions if you've watched anything, and if not, don't worry about it. But yeah, a salute clock, a salute clock for sure. So let's go ahead and just stretch our legs for a minute. I don't know if we lost Whitfield. He might be scratching his left nut somewhere. I'm not sure. I'm uh, still here. Oh, you are? Oh. Yeah, but I'm going to roll after this segment. Oh. Just helping you out, man. Remember, you're doing a favor for everybody for Whamageddon. 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 Whitfield ended it for all of you. Blame him. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Or in more appropriate sports brew fashion. What can I say except you welcome? There you go. Anyway, uh, keywords of sports brew. As always, you can find us on livesportscaster.com or hope feed on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, several other services. So wherever you consume your podcasts or uh, put up with other assholes, you can probably find us. Uh, anyway, we'll be back in a couple of minutes with some fresh beverages for a salute o'clock, and then we'll hammer out some more uh, NFL news just for good measure, and we'll probably play some more Sanford and Son. Why not? Anyway, be back in just a moment. Yes, sir, I had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. So, and you know what, we owe, we owe everybody, and quite frankly, we owe ourselves a salute o'clock. Let's be yes, real. Let's be real about that. So, <laughs> let me see. I sent myself this article, because God bless, if we're going to do a salute o'clock, we got to throw, we got to raise a glass. Uh, there's a, to this woman, man, she's 102 years old. All right, I love that this was the article on People. Invincible 102-year-old woman who lived through the Spanish flu survives her second bout with COVID-19. Bruh. Oh, shit. Holy crap, man. Angela Friedman, first tested positive for the uh, coronavirus in March. Survived it. Had it again. Survived it a second time. She beat it at 101. She beat it at 102. Props to Angela Friedman, man. Number one for making it to 102. Good God bless. <laughs> Her secret: she drinks alcohol. <laughs> probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's probably crushing some, uh, crushing some henny. Oh, oh my God! Let me see if I can find a thing. I love. There was a couple of sound bites that I thought were just absolutely glorious. Man, I gotta have this close by. I gotta have this close by. Oh my lord! Uh, you guys will love this. Holy crap! If I can find it. If ever there was the perfect salute o'clock deal, this is it. Oh, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> you believe in superstitions? I, I always like to read the program front to back, for whatever reason, before the game. <laughs> you know, by the end of the season, you know where every accountant for the Colts. This is Peyton Manning and Marshawn Lynch, by the way. Went to college. Right. What were yours? Right. What, what was your uh, My superstition was that I needed to have maybe a shot, a shot and a half before every game. Of? Hennessy. 
What you mean? Okay. Uh, I was thinking, yeah. yeah. Gatorade. Or Gatorade. Toy doll. I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Peyton. In the locker room in Seattle. And Schneider and oh, Pete Carroll. I'm my backpack. <laughs> the backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton's places now includes Marshawn Lynch's backpack. For a I shot love of, me some Marshawn Lynch, dude. For a shot of Henny, dude. Oh, my God. Skittles and Henny. That's how that guy stayed beast mode. Hey, my man was handing out turkeys in Hawaii before <laughs> Thanksgiving. So, you know what? My man. My, I, I love you some Marshawn Lynch. My man. Oh, so legit. What was your what was your tradition or superstition? I needed a shot or a shot and a half before the game. Bam! <laughs> I'd like to believe if any of us were football players, we'd be like... We're down with that tradition, that superstition. Got to do it. <laughs> I mean, if you're getting hit that many times, you don't need to feel that pain. So. Yo, no, I'm just saying. He de- I, he, I, he delivered it. So, and as always, you know, I don't do a lot of jerseys. I don't do a lot of football jerseys. I have like a Favre jersey. I bought my wife a Daryl Green jersey, and I, I don't I don't know what else I have. I think somewhere I have a. We used to call it the Fat Seahorn jersey I got from a friend of mine who was a big I was Giants say, fan. You still the Fat Seahorn? I, I, I remember, yeah, uh, I still have the Fat Seahorn jersey because it's like a. I don't know why he had a three X, two or three X Jason Seahorn because he's five ten or five nine. I don't. I don't know how on earth he ended up with like a two or three X. Man, ain't that tall. Come on now. <laughs> no, these that's not. <laughs> that was Jerry, but that's funny. And so it, years ago, it became a gag, and I ended up with a. a, a the reason I have a Giants jersey is because my friend that's five nine, um, and a buck fifty maybe had a had a, a two or three X Jason Seahorn jersey. And so we we called it the Fat Seahorn. And did so, you also when when y'all got together and did the 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 ice bucket challenge? And I think y'all took a picture. I couldn't be there. Yes. But y'all took a picture. And yes. Yes. And yes. we used the Fat Seahorn. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we did. Oh my god, that's one of my favorite pictures ever. Oh, it's a great one. Didn't because Justin was like, "Hold on, we gotta get Mark in here." And I was like, "How?" And he's like, "Just wait." <laughs> <laughs> that's an all-time picture too, because he's got like a couple oh. bells of hay, and he puts the jersey oh, yeah. around. Them. I like drew the boxes. <laughs> we had the boxes, and we stacked them together. <laughs> Stop, hey, sorry. <laughs> One news to report this morning. Pat oh, Flynn, co-founder of the Ice... Sorry for the autoplay video. Uh, but you said the Ice Bucket Challenge, and that reminded me, and, I, and Pat Quinn, one of the co-founders of the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge, uh, passed away recently. So, rest in peace. And, um, you know, thanks for all your efforts and everything that went into that. I can't believe that was 2014. It doesn't feel like that's that that the ice bucket challenge was that long ago. No, wow. it really doesn't. Mm. Oh. So because I, 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 I had just recently or, or pretty recently after it started moved up here to DC because uh, at that point I, I I don't think I'd even met Megan yet or if I had I just recently met her but because I was living in Alexandria with Donkey. Twenty fourteen? Yeah, I don't think no. I don't, that doesn't feel like that's right. But that's maybe. right after Captain got married. So I mean that's. Mm. I don't. I don't think so because I think we did the brunch in like what twenty sixteen or seventeen with you guys when yeah. you and Megan ended up spending the night over yeah. at Captain and Sarah's, and we all went out for brunch the next day. Yeah, absolutely. 
Oh, oh we, we, we met in 2014, but it was late 2014. So yeah. yeah. All right, that's good. Yeah, you what? know, you, you know, just been married. Cabin or me? You three or four? I know Cabin well, married. We, seven, we're 23rd. Uh, we got married in 2013. So he's a seven. Yeah, I know we, that. And we've been we've been married four years. Next year will be our fifth. So 16. And Randy, you and Penny got married in 2007 or 2008. Was it late 07? It was uh, January of 2008. All right, so all right, January 08. Okay. So it's, go on 13 years next mm-hmm. next month. Yep. And you, McGuffin? Uh, 18 years, uh, October of 02. With oh, Amber. my God. Wow. Going to hit that 20, nope. 20, 20 mark in 2022. That's no wonder crazy. you're salt and pepper. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have more kidding, great. Dude, so we, we, we had a, a meeting with uh, Lily's uh, high school counselor and mm-hmm. 504 coordinator today because of her celiac disease. She has to have a, a 504 plan because it's technically like the like she could be handicapped because if she got glutened anyway. She got glutened? No, I'm, I'm serious. Like yeah, she, no. she, I just had, she I've never heard it expressed that way. She got that's, glutened, yo. That, that's what we call it because yeah. like she has any kind of gluten, like she goes into a brain fog and she vomits for hours on end and literally any and everything in her stomach comes out, including the bile. And Ugh. it's just, it, it's horrible. That sounds sure. atrocious. And, uh, and uh, her her person was talking today goes, oh, it won't affect DMV. And I'm sitting there going, fuck me. DMV, what are we talking about DMV for? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I'm 15 next month. And I'm like, excuse me? Or excuse me? A baking powder? What? <laughs> One of those where all of a sudden the Shannon's right whoa, whoa, wait a second. Whoa, okay, well, hold on. Wait, she was only a baby this like last year. What the hell? I I saw you driving go karts in March, and you ain't you. I ain't letting you get behind the wheel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You telling me you're not gonna let a bar of the truck? Uh, F no, (laughs) no, that's a negative. Did you get some new headphones? I don't remember you having Beats headphones. Did you get a Black Friday deal? Nah, I've had these for about a year. I got these on a Black Friday because oh. I, I got them for about fifty bucks. And oh, um, good on you. Yeah, they, they these were a freaking steal, man. These are freaking phenomenal. I got them on a Black Friday. <laughs> nice. I recognize this does no good for our listeners, but uh, just because I, I found are you going to talk day, about your talk- headphone collection? No, 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 no. But I, I, just, I found I found a pretty funny funny picture uh, from a party at uh, Schmoyer and Joy's. Uh, house from ages ago. Um, there was somebody else in the picture, so I cut them out. Uh, but gee, I wonder uh, who might that be. Uh, oh, I gotta take away my filter. <laughs> take away just hold it over your face. Hold it over your face. It's fine. Uh, it'll, it'll oh. just hold. It. <laughs> no, no, I'm telling you, just hold it over your face. It's an uh, improvement it's, it's, anyway. It's a, it's, a, it's a funny picture of, of your wife. Yeah, uh, yeah, I see that. Nice. Oh, you probably had to cut out Heather. That's classic. Yeah, it's old, old, old school. I'll send a better picture later. But uh, no, that's that, that's wow, good. Wow, thinking about how, uh, how young, how young we hey, were. Hey, hey, look, then. Mark, Mark, this is the perfect time for a PSA. If ever you date anybody and you have photographs of them, and I know photographs are a weird thing because we're all old, right? We're middle aged, right? Old. Not everything's okay. digital. But if you ever date somebody and you happen to have a box of photos, you don't need a not the asshole thread on Reddit to answer the question of should you return their photos to them the answer is yes 
Jesus. You should give them their childhood photos back. Because if you don't, you're an absolute piece of shit. Ding, ding, ding. Side note, uh, personal PSA for people that steal or destroy photographs of their significant other. I don't care how it ends. Just give it back to them. Call it a day. You can uh, break them off. You can get them out of your life. Whatever. But you don't need to destroy somebody's only photographs that they have of periods of their life. That makes whatever, however it went down, that makes you an absolute dick. It does. And this is going to make me a dick because you said photograph, and that means one band, Justin. <laughs> that means Mark's favorite band. I'm already angry enough remember, remembering what he's referring to, appreciating his PSA. But now you got to go and dump on me with that. Another big, massive dump as our producer. <laughs> 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 No face palming the entire time while he was talking I was sitting there going I can't, can't control myself yeah well I, I can't control myself either Shannon I got a PSA for you don't be a cunt it's almost Christmas <laughs> oh man but. But 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 thank you thank you for the PSA, Captain. Just just for for you know because <laughs> who, 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 who cares about subtlety anymore? I mean, the reality was this this is my ex as we just referenced, and uh, it was in the, the, the pictures were all in a shoebox, freaking shoebox. So let's pretend that that's really taking up a lot of space in the shed. That this bitch doesn't do any yard work, so it's not like the shed is even used. Um, <laughs> It's, it's just it's comic it's comically stupid. There's, there's no, no reason for it. So. Uh, Dude, I yeah. swear we we tried multiple times to get him back for you too. Oh, I I know y'all did. Y'all y'all were great friends. We tried to things kept happening, but um yeah uh that that's uh that's the nail in the coffin for somebody proving they they're going from being a a, a shitty person to being like scum of the earth. Uh, she was being cut because it was Christmas. Yeah. She, well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, pro- 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 I'd say probably 80% of those were stuff that I had no digital copies of. So yeah, they were they're gone forever, and uh, yeah, it's horrible. So sorry, bro. Yeah, uh, now that's uh, that that's an F move. It is because that that that's done out of malice. Yeah, that's legit done out of malice. But again, for what it was worth, it gave it gave me the the because this was you know this was through I don't know messenger. I was just letting letting her know that I was you know, moving up here, um and and saying hey I know you you had those. I'm sorry I hadn't gotten back. I tried multiple times. Things kept happening, but you know I'm literally moving in two weeks. So you know uh, what can I do to come get them? We don't need to see each other. You can leave them in the mailbox, throw them on the street. I don't care. Just I'm gonna come by and grab them. Uh, no, they've been thrown away. <laughs> so were you able to shake that Polaroid picture? <laughs> Come on, man. No, Shannon. No. Come no. on, man. No. That was, that you was couldn't shake a Polaroid picture? No. That was a reach. That's horrible. You aren't getting shit. You know what? No, he does deserve something, Justin. And you know exactly what I think. What I'm thinking, what he deserves. Bingo. Yeah. Sometimes we swing and miss. It's all right, Shannon. We still love you. Mark, uh, I love you, bro. And, 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 and I, look, and, I, I've, heard, I've heard it's been some it's a rough going there, and I was just trying to make light of the situation. You know I love you. Yeah, oh, that course. has to be buttressed by the sad trombone. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no, you you earned you earned it for the swing and the miss, but no, I, I know there's no malice, of course, other than malice towards her for being a cunt. Um, <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face! Malice towards too. work, cunt man. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, Yikes! I, I agree. I agree. Whoa! 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 So, so the only Holy only positive, crap. and this obviously a very minor positive, but the only positive was, you know, where I'm usually, I think, I like to think, I'm a pretty nice guy. Um, and, and You're an asshole. I can be an asshole, of course, we all can be. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that 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 allowed Welcome. me to fully take the gloves off and be like, all right, well, <laughs> now it's time to let loose on what I really think about you. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that was that was therapeutic, I think. There you go, Randy. Welcome, man. <laughs> I did have that bookmarked. I just forgot to open it up, but I can't. I can't find. Uh, was it Fabulous Ada? I forget who who that is. That does the the Christmas song. I thought I I know I have that bookmarked. I can't. I can't imagine that I deleted that bookmark unless it uh, unless the video. I mean, you can YouTube it. It you can just say try not to be a. And it'll come up for you. Try what? Don't be a cunt. It's Christmas. Oh. Is that, or trying not to be a cunt. It's Christmas. It, it'll come up. Can, can you, you spell that for Todd? C U N T cunt. Have have a couple more drinks, sir, Shannon. You're you're almost there. <laughs> I'm, I'm there, my man. I'm, I I don't think I should open up this third uh, Christmas morning. Uh, probably not. <laughs> Not to be a cunt, it's Chris. Sorry, Heather, too late. <laughs> the rest of us are doing our best to be jolly. So don't go looking like you swallowed a bunch of holly. Or a bag of dicks. Don't shout at Carol, Susan, tell them to stop. People who throw away photographs from exes are <laughs> Anyway, there you go. Mark, that was for your benefit, really. I appreciate that very much. Yeah. <laughs> Shannon's like, fuck that's for my benefit too. <laughs> no, um, Love it. Uh, anyway, well that was a big tangent in a salute o'clock. Right, so what so what are we drinking tonight, man? Uh what are we drinking tonight? Uh, let, let me see. I I am enjoying my third this is dangerous. My third <laughs> Mexico and Jack Jack Daniels. And I also look, look at Justin going Baker Mayfield. He's doing feeling dangerous i'm feeling very dangerous i also knocked out a uh, doctor's head 60 minute ipa and i thought about having another beer but i was like nah dude <laughs> good fucking christ dude i mean damn mommy mm. Mm. it's not even episode 300 yet no no Next not yet and all, all i know is that uh i might have to take the following day off that if shannon's gonna come over here with some moonshine that might be the perfect time to be like well you know it's gonna be a freestyle friday my man that has to be a sick day (laughs) (laughs) hey and i'm taking vacation starting thursday of next week so hey that's perfect there we go we need to do thursday night shannon do you work do you work friday 
Uh, I didn't because I ended up switching it to Mondays off so I could work at the brewery. But oh, you do now? Yeah, I can oh. talk to. I mean, if I would prefer Friday just so we could really throw down. Oh well, you know, I mean, if if you don't have if you don't have flexibility uh, in your in your schedule. Uh, I, def- I definitely don't, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm just saying Friday night could be a yeah. lot of fun. That could be very dangerous. Definitely easiest to go go full throttle, yeah. Oh, yeah. Friday, if we did a full-on a full on Friday throwdown, oh, my God. Freestyle Friday where we all just get, well, the three of us get together and just. I mean, Whitfield will be drinking milk um, yeah. <laughs> or Bartles and James or Bartles and Lames, actually. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm look straight fire. Give him some white claw or something. Yeah, I mean, white claw. Oh, come on. <laughs> some flavored dude, sparkling dude, water. Dude, I'm telling you, white claw is too strong for Whitfield. Okay. <laughs> Even we can't make a man out of Whitfield. Oh. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> wow. Who the fuck do you find this shit? <laughs> have, you, have you never watched the animated Mulan? Actually, no, I've never seen it. Oh There's a lot of animated Disney films I've never watched. I'm not going to lie. Mm. <laughs> what can I say except you're welcome? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh. oh, man. You're correct. I was trying to find that, and I can't figure out which tab it is. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, here you go. Oh, i got to reset it, though. But when you're staring at a demigod... What can I say except you're welcome for the... By the way, Moana, that's a legitimately fun movie, by the way. It, sure. it, it is. It is. It, that, that's, that's a good flick. What I found, and this is a, a parenting pro tip. Parenting pro tip for anybody that's got little kids. For movies like that that have really intense action sequences, um, if it freaks your kids out, just mute it. What's amazing is how different a movie is if you mute the, the, the sound and you're just watching the visuals. Those things that are really ominous or threatening or whatever, it it totally wipes it out. Because then it's just the visual. It, it also makes you appreciate the work of uh, everybody that really sets the music and and sets all that stuff up. Um, and, and that's a weird thing to say, but I swear to you, things that are very creepy or ominous or scary, you take the sound out, it's a whole different experience. That's the whole point of the music is to set the tone. Correct. Yeah. And so yeah, with uh, with little kids, you take the music out, um, and all of a sudden they don't get freaked out by the by by part of the movie. And again, you know, my kids are four and six now, but um, we watched Moana a couple years ago, so they're like four and two, um, <clears throat> and they were like, oh, "This is really scary," you know. Just muted it. Boom! All of a sudden it was fine. So parenting pro tip. Again, or for was, you know, or for like Whitfield with like a Neil Diamond concert, just mute it. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say real quickly in in, in, in Random Town. Um, <laughs> Random uh, Town, we like that. I uh, 
I've been watching a lot of, uh, I don't know if any of y'all are possibly familiar with, but uh, there's this really cool, I, I actually really enjoy it, really funny um, uh, talk show that's uh, on, on BBC. Uh, it's a guy named Grant, Graham Norton, late night guy. Yes. Yep, I know who he is. It's yes. fanta- fantastic. And I, lo- I love the format because uh, the, the guests all sit on the same couch together. So while he does you know, focus on one at a time primarily, they all talk amongst themselves. And I think it's, it's great. It's a great concept. And you have some really interesting like people who clearly know each other or don't know each other, having some dialogue back and forth, not just the host talking to them. Anyway, um, I watch a lot of you know older clips, uh, compilations and stuff on YouTube of that and wa- saw him talking really actually this time it was just one-on-one with uh, Robin Williams mm-hmm. many years ago. And oh. yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful as said all the ones, but um, it was interesting him talking about it. I really never thought about this so much before, but I mean, he's the first person, like the first comedian that Disney ever really had like play a character. I mean, as, as the genie, that was really the first time they had gone in kind of a very unusual direction. And because of that, I think there's so many other comedians who have played roles in Disney movies that you know, I don't think would have happened if Rob Williams hadn't come in and just, I mean, the genie is, you know, I can't picture anybody else um, in, in that capacity doing what he did. He's so malleable. He's so bouncy and all over the place. Um, I'm sure, I mean, he had a script, but I know he improvised. Oh, it's Robin Williams. Of course course. he did. Of course. And so, uh, I don't know. It's just an interesting thought that I really hadn't thought about before, but there's a lot of other comics and comedians who have done, you know, silly little roles throughout Disney movies that I don't think would have happened without Robin. You you, you know, what's, what's funny is, is I was really worried about that Aladdin remake, um, with what Genie would be like. And Will Smith was smart. Because they they did things that paid homage to Robin Williams, but they didn't do they didn't attempt to to you know what I mean to do Robin Williams to, to em- emulate him yeah correct which I thought you're was not, you're not going to no because you, you can't because you can't so they had things that kind of were a nod to him or paid homage to him but took it in a different direction and and Will Smith did a good job with that but I mean you know Robin Williams is the quintessential I mean like that's an imprint if you grew up with Robin Williams is the genie like it's inescapable you know what I mean that is like the blueprint for that so anyway yeah (laughs) uh for real anyway so yeah I've got the jet the jack and coke and I knocked out the dog for his head uh Shannon what you got brother dude I am rolling with the Hardywood Christmas morning it is freaking delicious on point yes sir good job Hardywood uh, by the way, I, I, I want to, uh, <laughs> I was chuckling because I think it's Hardywood that's doing the, uh, the collaboration with the Ho- with Virginia Tech. They have a Hokies beer. Yeah. Virginia Tech came up with the recipe and, uh, I believe they just, they went to Hardywood and Hardywood said, sure. And, uh, they're making that uh, beer for them. Look at that. That's, that's quality. I'm a fan of that. So a friend of mine. Um, made a or you know posted about the Hokies beer, right? And uh, somebody was like, "Boo Hokies, whatever." And so um, she was—I guess it was a UVA person. So she was like, "Well, does UVA have its own brew?" So of course, what did I do? I found the fact that Three Notched—I love Three Notched beers, by the way—has yes. a collaboration with the. Uh, I think it's the. Not the Darden School, but there, there's a there's a brewing thing that they've got with UVA, and they've got a collaboration with them. And so, basically, I just said on the bright side, at least the Hokies can't choke on beer. Or can they? Hashtag Chokies. 
Because, because if, if, of course, if you're local, uh, maybe even if you're not, but the the Hokies around here, man, like if you want to pile on Virginia Tech, you just call them the Chokies and call it a day. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, like I've dated a couple girls from like Virginia Tech, so like I understand, man, the Chokies. (laughs) I'm just. just... Well, there's a reason they used to say stick it in. There's a reason they used to say stick it in at the football games, man. I'm just saying. Anyway, that's a hard bad joke. Gracious. I know. Getting, Speaking of which, I think uh, rough. <laughs> Virginia Tech is hosting uh, Clemson this weekend. So, can they cover the twenty-two and a half point spread? Probably not. Know. Probably not. Uh, side note: <laughs> Side note, I have to admit, I laughed when the uh, Virginia Cavaliers lost to the San Francisco Dons. <laughs> but, side note: If you're a better mark. If you're a better right now, college basketball has to be dangerous, dude. Stay the hell away, man. There's, <laughs> there's so much randomness. I, I, uh, oh, God. Yeah. No, just stay the hell away. <laughs> stay away, man. Don't do it. I know. Don't I, do I it. saw on Bad Beats for this week, uh, Van Pelt highlighted, um, again, as I'm sure I've mentioned on the podcast before, but my wife, while she didn't go to Iowa, the majority of her family are all Iowa grads. So, you know, there's some legacy there. So we, we watch pretty much all Iowa football and track the basketball. Anyway, I think either their first or second game, because they have uh, Matt Garza, who's considered by most, you know, probably the likely, you know, player of the year. He's a beast. Um, they were, I'm pretty sure, 29-point favorites against whoever they were playing. Mm-hmm. And um, just just as things go, yeah, they're, they're dominating. They're crushing. Uh, and I'm pretty sure they were up 31. And the other team got the ball back with, like, five seconds left. And you're just going to assume he's going to just throw the ball out. And that's what he's doing. This is the guy on the other team is just throwing the ball around midcourt and then just for no freaking reason does the just, – just throw it up at the basket with one second left. Backboard swish. And so that means it's a 28-point victory. And if you, if, you, if you had Iowa, you lose the cover. And because people expect Iowa to dominate a lot of people, even though that's a huge number, I'm sure there was a lot of money on them. And you just, you just, you just cringe so hard at that. Like, why, man? Why did you fucking do that? Why? <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. Rough. I had nothing to do with that game, thankfully, so no impact on me. But, Terrible. Oh, God, that hurts, but yeah. Impossible. What was it that Emma Smith used to say? Oh, impossible. 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 But, yes, I mean, honestly, any season, but especially right now. Right now. Begin, beginning oh, of college basketball season, just stay the hell away from all of it. You know what else is impossible? This statement from Tyreek Hill. Sure. Tyreek, uh, I want to ask you this. When you were in training camp and y'all drafted Patrick Mahomes, what was your thought after you watched him that first week in training camp? I thought it was trash. I ain't going to count. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that seem impossible now? Yeah. I thought yeah, he was uh, trash. Seemed that first yeah. week in training camp. I thought it was trash. I ain't gonna count. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna count. I ain't even gonna count, man. When he first got there, 
I was like, they who y'all drafted right here? They who y'all drafted? Hey, but look. That's That's example number one why Eric Bieniemy should be getting a job after this season, brother. I, a dude, if uh, I'm the, absolutely, if oh, I'm yeah. the he had a job after last season, yeah, I know, hundred percent. Yeah, guaranteed he does. And I, I uh, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. I think just. I, I was gonna say, that. man, if 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 I'm the San Diego or LA Chargers and I can get the enemy, I'm doing it. I'm yep. not. I'm not trying to hate on their coach. 100%. I'm not trying to hit on their coach, but uh, Herbert Herbert looks so legit, and they've got some nice pieces with the Chargers. I mean, they're not a complete team, but you figure Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, and you know, part of their undoing is bad clock management, poor clock management, and weird in-game decisions. Yeah. Like that's a legit problem for them. Uh, they got they, some defensive pieces too. They man. do. If I'm the enemy, to be able to jump. From working with Mahomes, and it, it's got to be hard to walk away from Mahomes. That's a special dude. That's a special dude. But if I'm the enemy and I legit want to be a head coach, Houston, and you know the Chargers. Chargers. I, I was getting ready to say San Diego. <laughs> uh, that's got to be super tempting. You know the other thing, and Whitfield and I have talked about this a lot with Dallas and Dak and what they're going to do going forward. And I don't, I don't know that we've brought this up in the podcast yet, but I swear to God, how great would it be if Dallas was like, we got to trade Dak, right? And they sent him to Denver. How good would that fit be? Good Lord. Like, and this is this is my opinion. But if they're, if they're not going to pay him and they can find a partner, and Lord knows John Elway has tried so hard to find a quarterback – and has not had luck. And they've got some good parts up in Denver. They do not have a quarterback. But that would be one team that, like, if I'm the GM, I'd be willing to pay because Dak would make Denver legit as hell. Yeah. I'm not saying Dallas will move them. I'm not saying they would do that. But that, to me, would be a, an, a great destination for Dak Prescott. Just saying, if you're not going to pay the man, at least get something for him. I'm just saying, like, that that I think would be baller. Anyway, I, that's a tangent jump. Sorry. That's why We should finish out the... the uh, Salute the uh, clock. clock. I, I, I've, got, I've got some more. What you got, bro? A couple quick things. Uh, I am thoroughly enjoying a uh, jailbreak uh, brewing company, Big Punisher, mm-hmm. as a double IPA, and it is outstanding. Nice. That's all you got? That's all I got. That's, that's fine. <laughs> what you got, Randy? So, I am uh, enjoying my first of the season, my Hardywood gingerbread stout. Hardywood. I've been waiting a while for this. It's it's about damn time. It was funny. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, Penny and I went to Mellon Mushroom and Short Pump, and mm-hmm. apparently they had 2019 uh, gingerbread stout on tap still. Oh, wow. Nice. Nice. A lot of places will hold those kegs for a year or so before they put them on tap and let them age. And right, hey, I'm telling you, dude, like you let them things age a year or two, and they are just gorgeous. That's what R. Kelly said. Oh God! Whoa! <laughs> too, too, too soon. Let's let's let's. Whoa! It's not sorry. worthy, but sorry. sorry. Holy <laughs> shit, Kevin! <laughs> <Cam. laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
<laughs> them 50 50s wow. really kicking in now, aren't they? Oh, <laughs> my God. God. I'd like to, on behalf of the sports brew, we'd like to apologize to our listeners. Um, <laughs> Good God. <laughs> I think we've officially hit asshole o'clock. Just saying. Um, it is not time for golden showers. <laughs> it, it is not that time. It's only two. You're not helping. Uh, well. <laughs> I mean, where is Cher when we need her? <laughs> If we could take back time. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Right, man. Damn. So I, I was going to try to say it real quick. I, <laughs> sorry, I, I know sorry y'all. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. In advance. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> You're fine. That's great. That's great. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah. Um. <laughs> Actually, that's what R. Kelly wants to do. Uh, off the oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Y'all did this. This is your fault. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to think of things to say, and I'm like, no, he's going to turn it around. He's going to find a way of turning it around. I, I'm, fuck it. I'm not going to say a damn thing. Fuck it. We'll do it live. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! Well, hopefully we can shake it off and get back to where we were. Oh, McGuffin! What is wrong with you? A lot of things. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> facts. facts. <laughs> oh, man. I started watching that uh, Chappelle, uh, the newer Chappelle special on Netflix. I only got about halfway through it. I need to finish the other. That's because it was late at night and I had been drinking. And I knew I needed to go to sleep. So I only got about halfway through it. Uh, but I need, I need to finish the uh, the back chunk of that one. I was laughing. He That, that dude is so, he pushes so many boundaries. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, my God. I need I, to check it out. It, it, it's, it's very funny. But... Uh, that's one of those comics that really push social bounds and norms and conventions. And you have to be willing to, you can take it on the surface for what it is, or you can laugh and understand that he's going after social conventions and social norms. You know what I mean? And not everybody can. That's one of the things about, to me about great comedians or great you know, whether it's music or art or whatever, you know, and some people get stuck in the veneer or the surface of it um, without do, being able to do like a deep dive or a deconstruction of some stuff. And I'm not saying everybody's got to go like, oh, let, let's let's analyze this and tear it apart. But um, Chappelle, I think, does a wonderful job of giving you social critique and social commentary wrapped in with some fucked up humor. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think he does a brilliant job, but I mean, he, he, he pushes hard on some boundaries, man. <laughs> he pushes real hard and goes over some lines. Absolutely. 
All right, so real quick. Yeah. My favorite stand-up comedy routine of all time is Chris Rock, Never Scared. I want to say that's about the 03, 04 time frame. Mm -hmm. What would be your all's favorites? Hmm. I would probably have to say, um, I I don't know the name of it, but I I think the one I would go back to as as the funniest is... is, uh, Pretty sure it was in New York, but but Rob Williams, I mainly remember he does the does the the bit on golf, um, uh, along with a, a bunch of other things. But that that's one's, a great bit. Uh, the the whole thing is outstanding. He's uh, sweating up a storm. He's definitely you know moving a lot, uh, but uh, it was highly entertaining. Car- Carlin certainly my favorites. Carlin, oh, Carlin, awesome. he, he has so many to choose from. But uh, yeah, if we're talking about a specific stand-up set. Yeah, I'll say Rob Williams when he, he did his. Uh, I think it was in New York. It's about an hour and a half, and it's just, or maybe two hours actually. It's brilliant. I, I, I you're gonna have to give me time to digest and reflect on that. My mind starts going to a whole bunch of different things, and I think of of these slices and these, you know, bits and pieces of things, and I don't know that that's really what you're asking for. Let me think on that. Sure. And I'll try Absolutely. to. I'll, I'll see if I can come back with an answer, like a legit answer for you. Because I'm very much a piecemeal, I tangent jump a lot, like I read a lot, and I, I, you know, I, I just, I don't know, like I have this thing, like I just, I have slices of things, right? Slices of shows, slices of movies, slices of like comedy routines, slices of all kinds of stuff. So I jump around a lot, but I, I love Carlin. Carlin, I, Carlin was brilliant. Oh, he's, he's, that's he's, a, that's another he's guy so that it was just brilliant as far as being able to to kind of push bounds, but wrap in political and social commentary. Um, I, I would love. I mean, can you imagine Carlin a Carlin set on fucking Trump? Are you kidding me? Like, I mean, how glorious? How righteous would his set be on? The past four yeah. years, dude, in between I'm the tell- pandemic, the economy, Trump, and everything—I mean, it would be hilarious. When when I roll into work every day, ninety-six-five, which is like classic rock, does uh-huh. th- does the uh, George Carlin soundbite of the day pretty much every time. Nice. And I mean, his his stuff is just even today, it's just on point. Yeah, and um, oh, it, it, it ages well because it it's it's contextually relevant for things that we're yes. still dealing with. He he was ahead of his time. <laughs> he was. And like like people would he like was. you would hear people boo and snicker, but they were so far behind where he was. It, it, it if there was a master class in comedy, he would be teaching it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Him and and Bill Bill Hicks are, are two of my favorites, and and and. Carlin, if you haven't read, read any of his books, I mean, he's 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 just brilliant. I mean, it's it's so easy to uh, maybe over, be over the top about certain people, especially after they've passed. But but Carlin was everything that people you know present no, him as. And, nobody and does a social them. media dedication to somebody that's passed like you have, Mark. <laughs> Let me harp on this for wow. <laughs> How many oh, years ago was that? Dude. Jesus. <laughs> Pulling shit out. Um, As Shannon would say, hashtag that's what she said. <laughs> Just not to Philip Rivers. Oh no, rage face. Whoa. <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Mark. Um, well, 
I don't know. I'd say I'd maybe, maybe. Well, I don't know. Did, did uh, Buddha? Did you have a, um, uh, a, a comedy thing you wanted to mention? Well, or? what's what's funny is is that like I love comedians. Like obviously, I love Carlin. I love uh, Robin Williams. Um, obviously, newer comedians that are still going today, uh, like Jeff Dunham, Gabriel Iglesias, uh, Christopher Titus. Um, probably one of my favorite specials, though, has to be Voices in My Head by Christopher Titus. There's some stuff in there that is just, you can't say half this shit anymore because of how P, how, how un-PC it is. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I mean, I can't, I have, it's just something I laugh at. I'll, I'll just sit there and I'll pop it on just because I need a laugh. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, I recommend it just because it, it really is that funny. And I've shared some of the stuff that he's done with uh, Shannon just, and uh, I know Shannon was laughing his ass off at it. Oh my God. Oh uh, yeah. Titus is great. And, uh, you know, I, I'm definitely, I mean, this, this could go into a, a, a fascinating conversation, but probably when we don't want to fully go down, but like, I would just say for me, uh, comedy it should be comedy. And I mean, uh, I say, out of all of us, probably I would imagine Justin and myself probably most enjoy the, you know, extremer sides of dark humor, <laughs> and because it's it's intentional. Like I mean, it's not, and I understand how certain people who are, and I'm not, I'm saying this not lightly. People who perhaps have been affected by certain things that people would perhaps jab at in dark humor, that certain people would not be able to laugh at them. And I understand that, but I also I just censorship of comedy should not exist. It just shouldn't, and um, you know, yes, I, I uh, you know, the the quintessential comedian question is always, you know, are there certain things you shouldn't joke about? And there's some comedians that just be like, no, I mean, everything should be able to be joked about because, you know, it's if I'm making it clearly as a joke, it is not something that I actually believe. I would never wish, you know. I don't know, somebody you two have died on 9-11 or anything like that, but if somebody is making a commentary joke, now certainly the too soon joke exists for a reason. If something has literally just happened and people are just trying to be like the coolest and snappiest to make a joke about, you know, something just happens, then, you know, screw you. I mean, that's, you're just trying to capitalize on something perhaps, but so yes, I say there's, there should be some little limits, but for the most part, it should be pretty, pretty open to comedy being comedy and Fuck censorship. Well, I mean, that's one of those things that if somebody's willing to push the bounds or push the envelope, let them. You know, and what the reaction is, you just own whatever the reaction is. As long as you're willing to own a reaction or the blowback or the meltdown, run. Run with it. Yeah. You know, run with it. And, yeah, I... I, There are times we and, and we we do all kinds of stupid stuff and we laugh about all kinds of dumb things and don't get me wrong I I appreciate simplistic fart humor like nobody uh, that's mm-hmm. that's how I'm able to maintain my friendship with Shannon who still likes me to pull his finger um, <laughs> that's what dads do man that's, that's what we do that's a true story and and the the uh, uh, courtesy of the assist yeah the the courtesy of the assist but I just think this is one of those things that's so subjective. That if you're willing to push the bounds and run with it, and just own the outcome, do it anyway. Yeah, you know, and I, I think one of the things that happens is that people get used to a performer that is very edgy or out there, you know, and pushes that. And I think they get they get a different kind of leeway than somebody that maybe is, let's say, if somebody is normally either family friendly or unknown, and they try to be really edgy, it doesn't go over as well. But if it's somebody that is typically very edgy or pushes a lot of social critique and social commentary, I think they have the leeway to get get away with a lot more. 
Right. And sometimes, yeah, they violate some norms and people get pissed and then it blows up. But, you know, if they're good at what they do, they can run with that, too. Oh, for that, sure. That's the and great, I mean, that, yeah, the great thing about that. Right. And I'd, I'd say there, there's there's two other – I mean, there's many layers to this. And that's, we're probably can, we're getting far away from sports. Uh, that's really my last, last two points on this. But um, I, I would hope most people would echo this. Obviously, not everybody since it happened the way it happened. But, like, mm-hmm. screw so many aspects of cancel culture. I know we talked about it in here I before. I hate it. But I hate it's it. It's so – the one the one I refer here that I imagine everybody was was I'm sure familiar with but like Kevin Hart getting you know booted from the Oscars because he had made you know gay jokes that people found offensive like 10 years ago that he'd already apologized for multiple times and made clear that it's not a part of who he is now and should we not want people who are willing to get wiser as they get older and recognize like hey something i said or did 10 15 years ago is not who i am now do you really expect me to be the same person are any of us the same person we were 10 15 years ago we share a lot of the same same thoughts and feelings and and mindsets sure but we're definitely not the same people and definitely have eliminated some things and probably gained some more perspective on certain things so uh it's just so mind-numbingly awful and then the, the other one i would say real quickly is and this could open a whole can of worms, so I, I'm not asking for a discussion. Obviously, not telling y'all you can't respond. But uh, the the tricky nature of how, I always honestly kind of wonder how to feel about certain people in the media who were part of Me Too stuff, but not to the worst degree. Like Weinstein and Kevin Spacey, screw them, they're monsters. C- Cosby, fuck off. They're, they're dead to me and they should be locked away forever. Uh, but like Louis C.K., because we're talking about comedians. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about what he did, but anybody's familiar. <laughs> it's really weird and really gross, but it's not nearly as bad as some of the others. So it's kind of like, I, I mean, I, but prior to knowing about it, I he's hysterical to me. And I love watching his shows and I found him really funny. And I feel like, man, it's such a weird thing to kind of compute now. Like, can I still watch him and find him funny? And does it, am I able to put that fully aside? And that's... That's really kind of a hard one to. Well, some I, people I don't, can't. I don't know. Some I don't, people I don't know, can't. But... Some people can't. Yeah. Some people can. Some people can't. And I, I, that's just one of those things that. If you. I was gonna see. Go ahead. Wasn't there something against the 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 dude that uh, directed the uh, Guardians movies, James Gunn? Yep. Uh-huh. It all it like he had apologized for it, but and then they were trying to cancel him, and then all the actors were. Like no 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 he he's apologized for this we're not going to act in a third movie unless if he's the director and well I mean Disney it, fired him and then hired him back on yeah I mean there's any nature any number of of actors or actresses or, or whatever that that get crushed by different things um, what's the actress's name is it Cara Dune are oh, you talking about Gina Carano uh, yeah 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 Gina yeah I mean and people were going after her for you know what I mean like. You, mm-hmm. you can go after all kinds of people for all kinds of reasons. And I, I absolutely think cancel culture sucks ass because like mm-hmm. I'll say to most of my friends, I could care less if you agree with me. We don't need to agree. Matter of fact, I think it's interesting if we don't agree. Yeah. <laughs> but what I do want you to be able to do is articulate your position. And I think people make a very big mistake in thinking that a social media post is having like a dialogue or a discord. It's a social media post, dude. And sometimes people make short references to things that might be off the cuff or off color or whatever. Take it from or, or they're poking the bear. But like mm-hmm. I like I could largely care less. I mean, cancel culture sucks, dude. 
let let people have different opinions and and you know different viewpoints. If you want to make stuff better, get the fuck off of cancel culture and learn to have to push legitimate discussions about it. You know what I mean? Learn to argue about the stuff. You want to yeah, do stop. better, stop trying to cancel everybody because they disagree with you. Yeah, stop. I don't stop, care. Stop, if... stop believing that that coming out and saying we've got our pitchforks ready, you're done, you're canceled, <laughs> is a way to somehow fix things. Get the no, get the it, it's not. It's so stupid. I think I think I, I think I talked about this one once before. I think the I mean, there's so many stupid ones out there, mm -hmm. but I think my favorite in terms of absolute stupidity, um, and I think this went away after a day or two, but like. Uh, apparently there was a social media outcry that got just spread like wildfire. I think it was after the Grammys, I want to say, maybe mm -hmm. late last year, where um, I think um, uh, I don't remember her name, um, Lizzo. I think Lizzo went out to a strip club and uh, took took another uh, pop star with her. Uh, I think it was Dua, Dua Lipa, and they got had some pictures and videos uh, shared where they were uh, you know, making it rain on uh, some female strippers and I guess people hadn't seen Dua Lipa in this capacity like around mm -hmm. strippers before and just decided well she's just she's clearly out there just just dehumanizing women you know what canceled just fucking canceled and it's like no, no. she's doing the exact opposite she's at a strip club Paying, paying money, making it rain on women, like, like giving them money, paying them for their service. Are, what are you talking about? That, that, that's it's just insanity. And and but people ran with it, and so for like a day and a half, like she's canceled. Uh, she she was out there, you know, just 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 belittling women at a strip club. No, she wasn't. She was doing what you're supposed to do at a strip club. Like just fuck out of here. You know, it, it, <sighs> from my perspective, I don't care if if somebody is uber conservative, uber liberal, uber progressive, uber libertarian. I mean, I largely don't care. You know what I mean? Because it's immaterial to the day to day of my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you wanna if you wanna spit your opinion, spit your opinion. Now, if, if you're a bigoted ass bag that legitimately says something stupid, I might be like, alright, well, F you. You know. But I'm not calling for you to lose your job because of it. Right. I mean, not unless you're, you know, in a in a position of particular authority that actually impacts like policy. But if it's just an actor, an actress, a musician, a band, or whatever, like I'm able to separate out somebody's performance art from who they are. And I know, like, like not everybody can do that. I I totally get that, but I can, and I do, and I make no apologies for being able to say I appreciate this performance, even if I think you're a complete piece of shit. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Because that's what their craft or that's what their skill is. And I like I don't feel compelled to cancel somebody because they're I don't I don't know, it, 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 you know, insert whatever the political flavor du jour is that people want to run with. I mean, whatever, man. You have your opinion, you have yours, you do you, man. You do you know what I'm saying? Like you do you. If it doesn't adversely impact me or my existence or my being, I don't care because it's an opinion. Yes, I, I've always said. It. I mean, it, it's it's you know it's so stupid in that you know while I'm not saying I believe this example, I've always shared is like, you know what, I don't believe this is likely true, but for all we know, Tom Hanks could be the biggest asshole in the world. It could be. I I strongly doubt it, but we don't know him. We absolutely do not know him, so it's it's just I mean that so I mean obviously not the exact same aspects, but just in general like these people who want to act like you know we know these celebrities I, I I've known I'm sure we've all known people who like met their you know favorite musician or celebrity once once one time and because like 
you know, they had a bad experience. They're like, oh, well, that person's an absolute asshole. I'm like, they could have just been having a bad day. Could have so been. Let's, let's not let's not pretend that just because you met them once and maybe they brushed you off or they were they were tired or bad have a bad day. Who knows? Pretty sure we all have bad days. I've had days I wouldn't want to deal with any of you assholes, and I I, I love you to death. But there, there's there's days where you know, I I would I would toss you aside, and I'm pretty sure you'd all do the same for for you know the rest of us. Let me tell you uh, what: if people dealt with me in the morning when I first when I first wake <laughs> up, they'd be like, "Oh my god, oh, you're an ass like, bag." <laughs> Right, oh, I'm sh- I, I need to wake know. up and get some coffee in me and get going because otherwise, like I'm like, I'm like, get the f out of my face, man. I don't, I'm not a morning person. Oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm so far from it, I, and I, 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 I'm glad that my wife understands that at this point. Yes. Early on, I felt like I had to warn her, like, look, it's nothing about you. It's just who I am in the morning. Mm-hmm. I try to tone it down. But just basically, just just give me space. Just give me space. Yes. You'll 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 know once I'm you know a semi normal human being again. Uh, but until then, probably just don't. Let's just not discuss things. Um, <laughs> just leave, yeah, side note: It's one of the things that, about being married that's funny. Is like I swear to God, man. And we we've gone a lot of tangents here, but there are times I like to discuss things and times I don't. And I swear to you, being married, like the spouse occasionally specifically picks the times that they know you don't like to discuss things, to discuss Bruh. things. And I'm like, like why are we talking about this right now? Leave me alone. Right. Um, side, side note, if if anybody needs this soundbite, it's probably Tom Hanks and his friend Wilson. You said balls. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, I, de- I definitely feel you on that. I've got mornings where I'm just waking up and I'm just like, I just want to mess up my phone while I start waking up. Penny will pop in and she's like all giddy. Oh, you're awake. And I'm like, seriously, <laughs> just go away. It's, it's like, too early. Just go right now. <laughs> yeah. Do that. Do that. I know. I, we, we, we can all relate. And, and, and uh, I'll, yeah, uh, what's his name uh, from the Lethal Weapon movies? I'm too old for this shit. Aren't they making a new Lethal Weapon? I, 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 I believe I they're going to try, yes. Mm. All right, so I, I swear, this, this will be my last stuff, but I was just going to say, I bet I bet Randy knows about this mm-hmm. uh, this one, but uh, I know there's there's another like layer, <laughs> adding layers and layers, because there are layers, a lot of layers to this cancel culture bullshit, but... They were the ones, and I guess this was more, you know, cancel culture slash Me Too stuff. But uh, Chris Hardwick, where I mean, I, and I think he, he he talked about it. And I saw other people talk about it in a pretty positive light, where it's like, you know, this this ex girlfriend of his who I believe she had cancer, and I think once she she had the cancer, like he he maybe didn't perform well as a boyfriend at all times. But really, what everything came down to, and I mean, he lost his job because she came out and she basically made him out to be this absolute monster. And in the end, it was pretty well portrayed and thankfully got most of his jobs back, to my understanding. Maybe even all of them, but it took a long time. He was a bad boyfriend. I mean, like, that's really what it was. And it's like, man, I mean, I've been a horrible boyfriend at times in the past. Um, I don't believe that that means that I should have been canceled or that I should have been called out as a monster other than just by that person, like, you know, back in that day. But in terms of who I am as a person, again, many years later, like just God, there's just layers, and 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 it's it's just it's just what's really frustrating. I would say, and final statement, just on the cancel culture thing, like <laughs> if you see somebody with a repeated 
you know, personality traits or something that they're continuing to do throughout the years. Like they get busted for having this, you know, tweet about, you know, Hitler and Nazism eight years ago, but then they still continue to show these things up until pretty recently. Well then, yeah, you've got a track track record that's showing that maybe they are still this person. But if it's, you know, you dig up this one tweet from nine years ago where, you know, they, they, you know, said, you know, a really inappropriate thing, uh, but nothing else representing that. Maybe they're not that same person anymore. Side note, Side note, as somebody that deals with, well, I'll, I'll just say this. Kids have gotten smarter <laughs> and they, and they do burner accounts now. Mm-hmm. That's legit because you went off through all this stuff about digital citizenship and understanding like your footprint that you're leaving, you know, and like we're old enough <clears> that like <throat> I still have an email address that I had 20 some years ago and I still use it. Right. Yep. I don't use it for everything, but I use it for very specific things, but I still have it. Like, I have email addresses that are legitimately old enough to vote. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds crazy, right? But Same. I do. I do. But, uh, you know, we t- uh, for all the stuff we deal with the kids, man, they make accounts that are just disposable and burner accounts. Yeah. Like, legit. But you have this intersection of, of and I, it, from the sports standpoint, of athletes that have you know, tweets from five or six or seven or eight years ago. But the thing is, if somebody is a 20 year old rookie in the NFL or the NBA six or seven years ago, they're, you know, I mean, they're like 13, they probably yeah. said something really dumb <laughs> and you have to keep it in context. And I don't think punishing somebody, you know, ad nauseum for something they said when they were 13 or 14 is realistic. If you want to bring it up, you bring it up, and they go, "Well, yeah, yeah, you know, I was, I was a kid, man. Right. <laughs> it was a dumb, it was a dumb viewpoint. I said it. Maybe I shouldn't have, but I did. It's out there. It exists. But that's not who I am anymore. And right. it, it, here's the thing: realistically, if somebody is an asshole, they will show you repeatedly in time. You know what I mean? Like if somebody is a bad person, you can hide it all you want with spit and shine, but if you're a piece of shit. That stuff comes out, man. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's yeah, not I mean, that's not a matter of you made a bad tweet or you wrote something dumb one time or a couple of times when you were 13, 14, 15, 16. If you're legitimately a bad person, that stuff is going to come out, man. And, right. You know, and I mean, then people can judge you how they want to. You know, and you just, you just go. But anyway, I guess... This yeah. is an unexpected tangent here on the brew, but <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say tw- tw- Twitter obviously was around when I was a teenager. Not for any of y'all. Um, not for us. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure none of y'all would want you know things that you would have tweeted about when you were like 13, 14 to suddenly uh, be exposed and. I would have been a bit of a dick. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying like be completely different, but I'm just saying I would imagine you you're probably a good bit different, and maybe there would be some things where you'd be rather like oh god well i wouldn't want everybody like knowing that like this was i don't know i so so i'll tell you i've got audio recordings of different things from when i was a kid and that i did with friends of mine because i had a tape recorder i had we had all kinds of stuff and like i for real had an outgoing message on our answering machine at our house and somewhere in that in that outgoing message was was a couple minutes long. I called my sister a cunt, like legitimately, like, and I have it. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it is ter- like it's terrible. It's, it's well, terrible. We know some things haven't changed. Oh, no, yeah. some things have not changed. 
right? <laughs> it's well, awful. That can, be, that can be interpreted a couple ways, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, and I, I've got I've got stuff. I've got I used to record answering machine messages that people would leave me, and I have them. I have answering machine messages from my mother. Um, I have my outgoing message that that I made with friends. I've got all kinds of voicemails from like pre-digital, like analog that I converted to digital. And they're from when I was like, you know, 14, 15, 16 years old. And they are righteously funny. Like to me. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't necessarily, like I wouldn't play them for my kids. Right, right. Right. I wouldn't play him for my wife. <laughs> like I wouldn't be like, hey, guys, check out this thing I did like 25. I can't believe it, 25 years ago, you know, because it uh, there's a part that's a little embarrassing. But I would hope that if, you know, if somebody heard that, they would realistically go, well, he was a dumbass 14 year old. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. He was a dumbass 15 year old. You, you moron. Well, yeah, because you're kind of a moron. <laughs> you're supposed <when> to you're... be. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the reality. You have to give people room to make mistakes. Yes. You have to give people room to fail. You have to give people room to make mistakes. And because that's how you learn. That's how you grow. I but mean, anyway, I mean, I, I just, I think, it, you know, in this big tangent, I thought we were going to be talking about like Thanksgiving football games here. We're talking about like comedians and tangents. I just, you know, I, I don't need to agree with you in any capacity. If I, if I think you're full of shit or a conspiracy theorist or an asshat or whatever i just i don't tune in or i don't pay attention to you right I, but i don't i don't need to cancel you and you know it, unless there's like a legitimate unless there's something that's like you know there's very few instances where i think where some people have such negative influence that it's probably better if they go away you know but for the most for the most part figure it out on your own man yeah. i'm relatively laissez faire about it i don't care what you do unless it has Unless it legitimately has an adverse impact on people or is destructive on things. Outside of that, say what you say, do what you do. Agreed. If you're an asshole or you're mean or you're a dick or you're a, a twat or a cunt, as the hound would say, then people, people should be able to figure that out. If they still want to listen to you or put up with you, then that's up to them, Wait, man. Are, are we getting a phone call in from the, the hound? From the hound? I, I think so. Yeah, I think they, he's trying to call in. I, I keep What's your name? Cunts. You chipped wolf. There you go. Well, look, uh, we probably ought, at this point we just need to do some quick hits and get the hell out. Uh, Mark, if you need to ripcord, by all means, uh, ripcord because we're we're rolling on two thirty. So if you got if you have an early start to the day, man, feel free to pop out and uh, call today. But I just want to do some quick hits. I want to talk about some Thanksgiving stuff. I'm not deep diving into anything, but I, I do need to give some shout outs and some high fives along the way before I crash out for the evening. And I can't believe I've already finished my... Oh, no. Oh, no. shit. He literally did just finish it. Hey, look. And so the mic, like, legit just fell down. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Oh. Well, I guess while we wait on that, I'm going to say Here, one hold. final thing. Oh. One final thing on this, la- whole, this whole cancel culture shit and the people Damn, that follow dude. it. And you know what? I have one statement that encompasses it all. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I agree. All right, so so we're done God. with this now. Damn, dude. we're done with this. Uh, Moving on. Quick while. Moving on. I want to give a shout out to, uh, and this is college football. Buffalo running back Jarrett Patterson. The last two games, he's got twelve scrimmage touchdowns, which is a major college football record. Uh, this past Saturday versus Kent State, 
He went 36 rushes for 409 yards and eight touchdowns. Is that all? And uh, his coach took him out right before they scored the last touchdown, and he did not realize if he'd kept them in there, he would have gotten the record. And he was about uh, 18 yards short of the uh, college football record for rushing yards in a game as well. So. So he missed, uh, you know, having the number of touchdowns in the game by one. Well, he tied it, so he's, he technically has the record. And uh, he missed the all-time rushing yards by, like, 18. Last week, he only went for 31, 301, and four touchdowns. Wow. <laughs> Is that all? That's it, my man. Talk about slacking off. But, like... Through four games, my man's got 900 yards and double-digit touchdowns. Could you imagine if he played the entire season? He'd be he'd be knocking on the uh, door of Barry Sanders' uh, single-season record of uh, rushing yards. Unreal. But uh, uh, credit to Jarrett Patterson. Uh, his coach texted him after the game and just said he apologized. He didn't realize he was on the precipice of the record, and he said. Damn, Finn, that's a big word for late night. He said, Coach, we're on to Ohio, and I just immediately thought that he's going to be a Patriots running back next year. Now I hate him. Because, well, you know, the, Bel- Bel- Belichick just got an instant boner from hearing that he, one. Here's the thing. On to the, on to the, next one. the Colts will pass him up. Somebody <laughs> else will draft him, and then you will be like, what the I hell, man? You. I hate you. I hate you. But seriously, it's just destiny. It is. So it, seriously, though, props to Jarrett Patterson. Yeah, uh, Buffalo University. They're four and zero in the in the MAC, and they're they're doing Maction, their thing. Baby. Um, and uh, <laughs> some props, real quick, to uh, Bama. I can't believe my mic fell off the desk. The whole mouth, <laughs> the whole boom arm just fell off, dude. Are you kidding me? What the hell, everything, man? Everything, everything's still intact and good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just reattached it, so there'll probably be some weird noises in that in that part of the podcast, though. <laughs> <laughs> It'll sound like Whitfield trying to make a legitimately good point, and it just won't happen. There's a disturbance of the force. <laughs> Bama won this week. Uh, first time in Nick Saban's, I don't know, 40, 50 years of coaching, he wasn't on the sidelines because he has COVID and he had mm-hmm. to quarantine for 10 days. Um, they squeaked by Auburn 42 to 13. <laughs> Tight. You know. Also, I, I just I skipped over a note for uh, Patterson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he becomes the second only running back to run for consecutive 300-yard games. Would you guys like to guess who the other guy was? Consecutive 300? 300-yard games. Christ, I don't know. Adrian Peterson? No. No. Leonard Fournette? No. Um, think late 90s. Thomason? With Mike Ditka. Ricky Williams, buddy. There you go. There you go. Ricky Williams, 98 Texas. He joins Ricky Williams as the only FBS running backs with consecutive 300-yard games. Yikes. Man, Ricky Williams, baby. Just saying. 
Trevor Lawrence uh, came back this week. Um, he struggled to, you know, 403 yards passing and two <laughs> touchdowns, uh, 152-17. First game since October 24th because, you know, he's had the COVID and then a couple of cancellations. Well, so. it, it, it's tough, man, when you struggle to hit that 400 level. Yeah, you know. That's only brutal. one of his best games ever. Well, Yeah, who do they play? Uh, Pitt. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Florida rolls over Kentucky. Kyle Trask has 34 touchdown passes, which is four more. He it, he's on this he's ahead of the pace that Joe Burrow had last year and Burrow set the FBS record for Filthy. touchdown passes in a season, but Filthy. unfortunately he won't pass it cuz he's just not going to have enough games. And no running game to speak of. So, I mean, they, yeah, props to him. So w- which NFL team is going to draft and ruin him? Jacksonville. Because <laughs> that's that's about right for Florida quarterbacks to go to Jacksonville. And, there you and just go. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make sense, right? Ohio State, Illinois was canceled, which means if Ohio State with games left against Michigan State and Michigan, if either game gets canceled – they will be ineligible to participate in the Big Ten championship game because they will not have played six games. Now, there's been a lot of talk this week that Michigan would, quote-unquote, pull out, hey now, hey. the game against Ohio State next week, and hey. the Michigan athletic director was having none of that. None nonsense. of that? Yeah, look, here's Kirk Herbstreit on that very thing. I still think Michigan waves the white flag, potentially avoids playing Ohio State next week, and then, David, they'll, they'll potentially get a game on the 19th. They could be sitting there with six games. Um, and Michigan, is that fair, David? Michigan could opt out, basically, of that game and keep Ohio State out of six games to qualify for the Big Ten championship. That doesn't make sense to me. But I think a lot of people wanted to see where Ohio <laughs> Come on, Honestly, man. honestly... I would freaking laugh. Do you know how many? Uh, look, that. look. It would be, it would be messed up. Don't kid yourself. It would be, it would be all kinds of of foul to do that. It would be. But don't. Right? But don't, Harbaugh would finally get one over. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but don't kid yourself into thinking that that there aren't other teams. Whether and this is going to be real in college football, in college basketball. Don't don't fool yourself into thinking there aren't teams that have already been like from a competitive standpoint. Eh, maybe it's better if we don't play, and and do it because it that that's a real thing. It's different with the pros because yeah. look, the NFL is going to make them play, and if they well, don't here, like if they don't the like deal. what you did, they're they going to have play, you like they don't get that paycheck. Correct. It's a whole different deal, but collegiate, uh, you know, the college level. Mm-mm. You're going to see some weird stuff happening, man. And mark my words, I'm going to go out on a limb. <laughs> Big risk right now. No risk, get no biscuit. Just ask, uh, you know, Arians and uh, Tom Brady. There's going to be a playoff game in the NFL that gets effed up because of the Rona. You wait. There's going to be some random-ass upset of somebody, and it, it, it's it's going to be at the feet of the Rona. I'm feeling it right now. It's going to happen. I don't know what the betting looks like on Super Bowl favorites and all that kind of stuff, 
I'm not saying some shitbag ass team is going to make a run and win this whole thing, right? Leave it to the Giants to get in, and all of a sudden, you know, Daniel Jones doesn't get tackled by the turf monsters. Hamstrings healthy, lights everybody up. You know, just kidding, mm-hmm. just kidding, Mark. But and something screwy is going to happen because of the Rona. Be oh careful. Oh my goodness. Be careful. So your meme you posted the other day. Which one? The O for November. Oh yeah, I love that. You know, what was that? The Bengals, the Jaguars, mm-hmm. and who else? I don't know, but, I, but I, I'd, I'd almost bet you the NFC East goes over this weekend. I'm just saying, <laughs> they, they deserve a little November lame. Oh, they do deserve November lame. That's true. That's legit. I'll see if I can find that for you. No promises, though. So you're bringing up November lame. Obviously, for the Giants, it wasn't that, and I'd like to, you know, hey, congrats, Mark. They're in first place. That's pretty impressive considering how they started the season but they're but they're not <laughs> that's like <laughs> <laughs> or at least they won't be after this weekend because i don't think daniel Jones is playing i don't think uh, colt yeah I, I don't think hanging your hat on colt mccoy you know i don't think that's gonna get it done sorry man How's Washington going to fare against the Steelers? Not well. <laughs> I'm telling everybody's every, everybody's losing this weekend, dude. Everybody, Cowboys Do are going to lose. Say this, everybody, everybody, everybody in the club gets tips. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> everybody's losing, man. <laughs> um, I have to say this: How embarrassing does it have to be? Uh, to be the Eagles when you're in a playoff spot come Monday night, and then when it's all said and done, you're next to last in the conference, basically the NFC. That's Weird. that's just crazy. Don't matter; they're in the division race. I'm telling you, man. Us in the wind. <laughs> NFC East, buddy. I don't care who's coming out of this division, man. Y'all are dust in the wind. Once a playoff start, man, it's done, y'all. I don't care who you are, right? Forget it. If it's the Giants, <laughs> good luck. If it's the Redskins, er, the Whiffs, good luck. It certainly doesn't look like it's going to be the Cowboys. They can't get the hell out their own way. They're just a mess. And the, and the, game out. I know, it's, I know, it's, it's, I know. It should, it, should, it, should, it, should be, it should be between our two teams. It uh, will be. Yeah. It will be. Uh, what's probably going to happen is that the fact that the Giants swept the the Whiffs, er, the Redskins, is what's going to what's going to seal yeah. the deal. Um, my only concern at this point would be not having Daniel Jones. If they are reliant on Colt McCoy, that's going to cost them. Um, I'd have to pull up the schedule. There's a couple of tough games left. I have zero faith in Philadelphia. I have zero faith in Dallas. I think they're just they're just two both dumpster fires going to on you know their U turns on the on the on the rail of fail is where they're at. I think the Redskins could win a couple of games. I think the Giants can win a couple of games. It's going to come down to those two teams, and it's probably six and ten, seven at best seven and nine, but probably six and ten. And if they end up being tied, I just don't know that. I don't think the Redskins are one game better over the back half of the season. So, uh, which quite quite honestly, I love the fact that they're competing for it, but I'd rather they don't win the division because it's going to make such a huge difference with the draft picks. I'd rather them just. You know, no, they they need help, but I appreciate, I appreciate their effort. Yeah, I mean the the de- the defense is legit. I mean that's that that really, especially that for that front four. Um, but you know, 
uh, yeah, no, I think that all sounds about right. The good news is it sounds like Jones, you know, for the most part, it seems like his hamstring thing was, you know, relatively minor after the MRI. So, good. Um, I, know, I know some places have suggested, like, even a long shot of him playing this weekend. I don't see that. Um, and it probably doesn't make sense to me unless he's clearly just 100%. I mean, just, you know, why why do it? But hopefully you can see him back in there the following week. Yeah. Um, I know we're all looking to wrap up very momentarily. I, sh- I definitely should, but I-, I had two quick things. Mm-hmm. Um, Go ahead. Uh, I know you wanted to ask about LeBron before that. I was going to say, because mm-hmm. uh, when you were talking about the Chargers, maybe think about, uh, I don't know if we all saw, but, you know, that Tyrod Taylor is, you know, saying he's he's not going to, you know, file, a, uh, what, what's the word, uh, I don't know, injunction, or he's not going to file anything against the, um, the, the, the Chargers training staff. And I felt pretty surprised at that. I, I guess I, I'm just curious if that's, you know, seems surprising to anybody else. Because uh, they punctured I, his lung with a needle? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I just, I mean, are you just trying to make sure you, you, I mean, do you think, I mean, has he been encouraged to do that by other people and there's other, you know, remedies they can do elsewhere, but I just feel like, yeah, there's little minor, minor mistakes that I can imagine a training staff somewhere doing. I've never in my life heard of such a thing. I hope I never do again. I think everybody and their brother feels awful for him. I sure as hell did. But to think that the guy or the, whoever the trainer is who did that mm-hmm. will just be you know, able to you know, just maintain doing what they're doing sounds kind of shocking to me. I, I have a hard time understanding that one. That, that's, a, that's a pretty all-time fail to punch somebody's lung. Um, I would imagine that will follow that trainer for the duration of their NFL career. I I don't know if there would be negative ramifications for Taylor for going after that. Yeah, I I, I thought about that. I mean, I I I know there's there's clearly aspects that we probably are not going to be able to understand. Probably not. And I I, that that's that's fine. That would be my first inclination. Is is that you probably? I mean, like if he was like a legit bona fide starting quarterback and that effed up his year like that's a different deal right but it was i I mean he was the starting quarterback well yeah yeah yeah, but i mean herbert was gonna take that job we all knew he was a placeholder herbert Um, herbert was gonna take that job because you you you, look you cannot you cannot sell me on any kind of reality that taylor would have held that the whole year through whether that was by record whether that was by Herbert's improvement, whatever. Uh, once Herbert got in, and and I mean, th- there's a pronounced difference between those two guys, man. There, there, there is. I don't know. I, I, I'm I, maybe I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. I feel like to me, going in the season, Burrow, yes, Burrow was the only one that yes. I mean, he's absolutely the quarterback day one um, in terms of rookies, and I mean that that's mm-hmm. what should happen. And I was pretty confident he would do a damn good job, and obviously he has been. And I, I feel terrible for what happened, but you know, I, lo- I loved his. Uh, oh, Taylor you know, got hosed. Kick. Taylor got hosed. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, t- t- Taylor, somebody who I I, I believed he could have. I don't know more so to protect. Uh, and 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 keep um, yeah. Just I, I don't know. I, I'm I, it's hard for me sometimes not to worry about a quarterback. You know, getting pushed in there too quickly, and you you wouldn't want to see that happen. Um, I th- I thought Taylor might actually make it through the season, and then next year they you know, switch it up. But yeah, I, I, which that, very well may have been what they were looking been. to do. That ship has sailed um, now, though. I think. And the thing is, is I th- I think Herbert probably would have won the starting job if we had had a preseason. I'm not going to lie. Could have been. Um, Very possible. Yeah. For sure. Could've but without been. that, there was just no way to know what he was going to, what uh-uh. he would have known, how well uh-uh. he would have played. 
Uh, as far as Taylor goes, I think one of the reasons he may have not filed a grievance against the team uh, for that is because he just didn't want to, maybe he didn't want to be viewed as someone who's going to rock the boat. So, because that's something that potentially, um, if you look at it in the long term, could have made it to where other teams said, well, this guy isn't going to play ball. Well, right. or he's going to, The first sign of trouble, he's going to try to take us to court or do something. Oh, maybe they, and that just maybe, effectively messes up his career just a little bit. Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah, they. Uh, maybe, those, those are all very possible yeah, points. And that's, it is. It's 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 really tricky. I mean, I I, I just I don't know. I, I feel like I, the moment I read that, I was like, I mean, first of all, how how far, how badly do you have to have screwed up to have gone so deep to have punctured somebody's lung? When I, 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 I fucking hell, that just should never happen. And um, I don't know. I, I I hope I hope in some capacity they they've you know made right by Taylor and other capacities that, that maybe aren't all going to get publicized. That my uh, first guess is that they, they had to smooth that over and there's some, yeah. you know, behind the scenes, behind closed doors kind of stuff. Be like, t- you, you don't, you don't push this forward and we'll, you know, we'll take care of, you know, your, your, your kids, you know, college, you know, some, and, uh, some, I don't know. Some, so, 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 some, some significant. I would, some. I would, I would hope. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, then the other thing I was just going to say, I know mm-hmm. you, you were curious, my thoughts on uh, LeBron. Yes, on the deal. extension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, um, yeah I mean, pre- pretty pretty short and sweet for me. I would say absolutely hell yes. Um, there's, you know, a lot of guys who uh, I see, you know, decline, and you're supposed to see decline when they get later in the career. He's a freak of nature. Yeah, he's <laughs> I mean, not there I, yet. I, he, he's definitely not there yet. Uh, in terms of decline, if anything, I mean, there's certain numbers where you know there's been improvement, which seems baffling. Uh, but I, I'd say it's it's pretty clear, and it was pretty clear to me when he came out to L.A. I, you sure think he wants to finish out his career in L.A. because and, and, I think that's you know that's the perfect you know completion for him is to finish out his career, and then he can go do you know perhaps some, some Hollywood type things. He, mm-hmm. he, his, I mean, again, kind of like, uh, so sad to say, but kind of like, you know, what, 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 what Kobe, you know, could have, could have had, you know, that's still sad to say so sad, but sorry. <laughs> um, that's, you know, he can do pretty much whatever he wants after his career. I mean, the, the, the world is truly his oyster. Um, LeBron could get just about any kind of, if he wants to commentate, if he wants to own a team, if he wants to coach, you know, whatever he wants to do. So, and, and LA just feels like the perfect place for him. So I, he, he wants to finish out there. I would sure say, and I, I'd want him to. So, uh, I mean, they've, they've already done so many great moves. Um, I think that's, you know, Schroeder is my favorite pickup, but uh, Marcus all, I think is, you know, can be a damn good defender and team leader. Um, and, uh, I think that's, um, you know, certainly getting, uh, Montrez Harrell from, from, uh, the Clippers, not much of a defender, but, but a phenomenal offensive guy. I mean, six, six man of the year, so many times, uh, just, you know, phenomenal offense. I feel like for when LeBron and, uh, Davis may need to, you know, rest a bit. So they, they've, they've gotten themselves, you know, fairly significantly better, which I know a lot of guys like, uh, our, our favorite Bill Simmons, uh, love hearing him, you know, bitch about it. He's just like, how are they getting so much better? This is bullshit. He's, <laughs> he's you know, the Boston Does... through and through, but now he's a Clippers fan since he's living in LA and he's like, this sucks. They're getting so much better and like nobody's stopping them. And this, <laughs> it, it, it looks, Does... it looks, it looks pretty intimidating. 
anticipating going into next year. Does, there, there will obviously be other you know, teams. Of course. Uh, I know we all we all feel terrible for Clay Thompson. That one is just awful. That one sucks. Um, that one sucks. Uh, feel feel so bad for 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 him. Uh, but yeah, Lakers Lakers look pretty scary. And 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 I you know I I would imagine. LeBron is going to finish out his career Laker, and that's absolutely what I'd want to see happen. Um, whether or not he, he'll be able to be there and, and, and play with Bronny, eh, it's, it's going to be tough, but not impossible. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But regardless, I mean, the guy's not showing any, any sign of decline. And so um, I would, of course, love to see a repeat so people can you know not try to just give the, the asterisk, you know, uh, title to, to the Lakers, see them get a, you know, what will hopefully be a more legitimate, normal uh, type of season uh, next year, hopefully, but, uh, or next season, but yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm excited for it. You know, they, they, they certainly were uh, pretty damn dominant in the bubble and, uh, you know, with more time under their belt and a few mm-hmm. new guys who I think play great piece, pieces, you know, I'm excited to see what they could do. Does Mark Gasol bring his defensive player of the year trophy with him to LA does he donate that to LeBron James does he smooth, <laughs> does he smooth the riff because LeBron said he stole it from him so just saying it's, good. it's a good good question Is it, um, it, 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 does may, he say may, does, maybe does, does he say look man if we can deliver a chip I'll give this back to you like, right? <laughs> Maybe I think I talked about this on the podcast a couple weeks ago, but it's kind of <laughs> kind of like how uh, uh, D Wade and Shaq had a uh, uh, bet on whoever would win the the finals, the the, the Heat or the Lakers. That's uh, the other would you yeah, know, give give the other person an MVP trophy. And you know, I think Jimmy Kimmel was the one. You know, made a great point. It was like it's got to be nice to be so so talented and so gifted that you can just afford to just give away an MVP trophy and it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> that's fantastic. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, that is kind of dirty. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Well, gracias. All right. Um. Well, I guess we're gonna run through some quick hits. So the question is, are you sticking around for these, or are you gonna you're gonna rip cord out now? I better make myself rip cord out. All right. But, uh, rip it was damn fun. Rip cord out now. Um, we're gonna do some quick hits and bust out. This is gonna be fast and furious. Um, any thoughts? Any wrap up thoughts on Giants Bengals? Other than thank you for saving me from the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Survivor pool destruction. <laughs> By the way, fun factoid: uh, Gallman's uh, he got another touchdown in that game. He's got a touchdown in five consecutive games. That's the longest streak for the Giants since Saquon Barkley did five straight in 2018. Doesn't that feel like forever ago? God, it does. Yeah, it does. It's like oh. 15 years ago. Uh, the, it, it's it's yeah. two plus 2020. So yes, 15 years. Um. No, I mean it was, it was it was good to see the Giants get the dub. Uh, I definitely uh, I'll be excited to see Daniel Jones get back out there. It was it was it was it was pretty pretty rough with McCoy, which is you know relatively expected. Um, and I, I I definitely don't see them getting many wins under their belts uh, under McCoy. I uh, you know. <laughs> I love anywhere you go on the internet, and I get it. But you know, anytime a quarterback goes down, you think they might be down for uh, several weeks, it's immediately. Go get Kaepernick. <laughs> I know, I know. No, it's not not does. I, that I, I'm somebody who yes believes that the cap should still have a job in the NFL, but you know it's just it's not that easy to just assume that no matter what he if he would fit on any team and he's gonna that's not the way the football works. Um, it's not the way that any sport works. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, I I I would hope that you know they might be able to find an alternative if it's gonna be a few weeks, uh, because yeah, I mean the Giants obviously have a legitimate shot, as ridiculous as it is, to, to win the East, uh, and like we said, I mean really probably should be the front runner if Daniel Jones is playing. Um, probably. So, well, it, I, probably, yeah, I think they I, I think they would I think they would be because they swept they swept the whiffs. Right with the, with the, with the tiebreaker. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not saying that right. I think the Giants are suddenly about to run off with it, but um, yeah. Anyway, um, uh, good, good, good win. Uh, I feel like Jones definitely seems like he's he's doing a better job of protecting and 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 you know. And we had we had an Evan Ingram signing too. Yeah, mm-hmm. Evan Ingram showing up. I, I'm mm-hmm. always excited to see that. He, he can be so frustrating because dude is so talented. But I know. I know. Donk when, loves when he, him. When he, when he shows up, he's a beast. And uh, so <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll uh, very hopeful to see Jones back in there as soon as possible. Yeah. But uh, yeah, let's go Giants. LGG. Woo. Sir. All right, Big Blue. All right, folks. Well, I'm excited. Uh, again, three, three, number 300 sometime next week. Hopefully, sometime next uh, week. Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I like it. We'll get a uh, Friday night, hopefully. We'll get lit yeah. like this lit like this Christmas tree I already put up in my living room. Yeah, buddy. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Go get some rest, bro. All right, folks. Peace out. Have a good night. Later, get it. Later, dude. Woo. Later. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and power through some quick hits on this. Uh, tip of the cap to the Green Bay Packers for sticking it to the Bears always makes me happy. Uh, the Packers' 100th win over the Chicago Bears. They are the fourth team in NFL history to have 100 wins versus an opponent. Uh, Aaron Rodgers with four touchdown passes. And, uh, you know, look, it's, it's Trubisky, dude. <laughs> That's not a recipe for success. <laughs> a not. milestone in that game for Rodgers a couple. he became the 11th player to pass 50,000 yards. Correct. Correct. So salute and kudos and uh, let me let me tell you what if you if you follow up brett Favre with aaron Rodgers, you drafted pretty damn well man uh yeah you did yeah good. so also Devonte adams uh hit his 500th reception in his 95th career game so he's the fastest packer to reach the 500th which is oh. a, a, that's a pretty significant accomplishment that's so. huge yes and that's yeah. what she said and uh, Mercedes Lewis, by the way, uh, he got a touchdown. That was his 400th career catch, which it feels like Mercedes Lewis has been relatively invisible. I uh, wouldn't have been guessed. around for like 300 I, it, it, years. Yeah, yeah. He he might he might go all the way back to uh, was it Magic? Whatever. He might go back to that dude. <laughs> the Magic Man. <laughs> yeah, the magic. Damn, Don Mikowski. Who would have thought we were going to bring him up? Yeah, there you go, Magic Man. That was that the fucker. I can't even remember his name. Thank you. <laughs> that's that's how he goes back. Let me let me give you let me give you 49ers context. That dude might go back to Jim Drunkenmiller. There you go. He was pre Jim Drunkenmiller. <laughs> yes, he was. I like it. Drunkenmiller was what ninety five. I don't know, man. Mikowski was playing for the Packers in what? Right before eighty nine, something like that. He started the game before Favre came in. PB, so. and then he went. Then he went and played for the Colts. How about that quality? Anyway, so Shannon's like, I try to forget that part. Yeah, I try to forget all kinds of stuff. <laughs> oh, magic! <laughs> the Magic Man, hoorah! <laughs> uh, also, uh, a tip of the cap to what? what the fuck is that? They? Oh, you want that? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Who the fuck you... is this guy? <laughs> oh my god hold on hold on i'll give it to you jesus oh i do have the i do have the fast ending ada song bookmarked i just couldn't find it earlier there it is well yay 
I don't know where that draft thing is, though. I can't find that at the moment. I mean, look, we, we have been trying to break free of that dude for years. I mean, hold on. <laughs> Damn it. You're making too many references. It's too late at night. And I've had too many drinks. Oh, here you go. They drafted who? Who the fuck is this? This cocksucker might not even have a fucking green card. Get the fuck out of here, you motherfucker. Who the fuck is this kid? <laughs> they drafted who? They drafted who? There you go. Oh, no, that one is blocked. That, yeah, boo. All right, well, whatever. Uh, also, a tip of the cap to uh, Tyreek Hill. Seven catches for 203 yards and two touchdowns in the first quarter. He joins. There's two other players as the uh, – the, uh, there's two other NFL receivers since 1980 that have had 200 yards worth of receptions in a single quarter. Can you get even one of them? Can you give us the year? 1999 and 2006. All right, 06. Y'all ain't getting this. My, my guess, uh, I'm, I'm going to take a stab here. I mean, I'll just go with an obvious choice and Randy Moss just to get it out of the way. Which is an awesome choice. Nope. T.O.? Nope. Chad Johnson? Negative. I'm telling you, you will not get this one. I'm just going to tell you. Lee e- team. Lee Evans. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Buffalo. 205 in the fourth in the first quarter smoke show right there buddy all right dang. yeah 210 yards our other player 210 yards in the third quarter 1999 team i don't have that in my notes sorry bro starving Star marvin <laughs> no it's not starving marvin I'm, I'm gonna look him up while while you make random guesses because it that way I can appreciate the laughter. All right. Oh, 99. Jesus. So I couldn't mean, even. I'm trying to think of guys who might have been around in 99. I mean, Jerry Rice, I'll just say the obvious. Nope. I know, because the most he's ever had in a, in a game was 245. So. Here we go. Here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to. I got to look up this player. I got I to gotta, I gotta do the year to try to figure out. Oh, um, oh, the Ravens. Uh, Clayton? Uh-uh. No, not Mark Clayton. What? Oh, my God. I can't think of this guy's name. Yeah, the Ravens, man. Because he had Derek- Tony Banks as his quarterback. Derek Mason? No, it was Tennessee at that time, wasn't it? That, that's a great guess, right? It fits the era. I'll, I'll tell you his, his nickname. The Missile. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Syracuse guy. Yeah. Why did you say he went to Syracuse? I probably would have gotten it. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, that's that's right. Because the dude on uh, Red Zone was talking about how his old college teammate, the missile, did it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Damn it. Yes. Look at that. Yes. Uh, Mahomes, by the way, threw for 462 yards. Had touchdowns of 75, 44, and 20 to Tyreek Hill. Uh, Hill finished with 13 catches for 269 yards. Man, this is nasty right there. You know, and there was a point in the game where you figured that the Chiefs were just going to blow the doors off uh, of the Bucks. So I guess kudos to the Bucks for closing the gap and kind of getting back into that game, making the score respectable. But, you know, what the Chiefs did at the end was they just ground out clock. They said, nope, not giving you the ball. <laughs> and they did it. They did let, it. Let, let me tell you, dude, 
Tyreek Hill oh, channeling his inner Shannon Sharp. Oh, on the way. Loved it. Hysterical. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Two moments that are, are fantastic uh, are yes, number one is Tyreek Hill. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. Because the original Shannon Sharp, oh, I, I hadn't heard this in forever, but here's Shannon Sharp, man. I've called the president. President, we need a National Guard. We need as many men as you can spare, because we are killing the Patriots. So call the dogs off. Send the National Guard, please. They need emergency help. Please help these folks. They're coming. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. I promise you. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. And I, I like to think uh, on one of those plays, um, Ty- Tyreek Hill did a backflip into the end zone. Right? And I personally like to think of his backflip into the end zone as a tribute to Flipper Anderson. Because <laughs> Flipper Anderson, buddy, I mean, God bless. This number is completely ridiculous. Because he still he still has the record for most receiving yards yes. in the game at three thirty six, right? 15, yes. 15 receptions, three hundred thirty six yards. That was a Rams, right? Yep, Rams. Yep. He did it against the Saints. I mean, damn, bruh. I was gonna say the only person that's gotten close is Julio. Because Julio had a 300-yard game against Carolina a couple years ago. Well, I mean, I, I know Tyreek Hill was on pace for, a, you know, a 1,000, right? Yeah, <laughs> and, they, they slowed that down a lot. Well, it, they they have to. I mean, right? I mean, they have to. I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, maybe man-to-man on Tyreek Hill is a bad idea. Yeah, thank uh, I, I mean, I'm just saying. You know, it only it, took what an entire quarter before the Bucks decided to make an actual adjustment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they didn't keep it. No. Well, you got to figure when you look at the stats. Um, he only had like, I think six catches after that for like sixty some odd yards. He did for the rest damage. of the game. Oh yeah, well it just pales in comparison. But right, but obviously the first quarter that's all they needed, uh, and the Bucks made the adjustments. But the thing is. It, Brady just wasn't comfortable the entire game. No, and and I think we're at a point now, and I said it the other week, I'm not trying to pile on Brady. Uh, He's 43. You know, he's not what he was. I think he still can be in slices, right? But it's a matter of consistency. But I I do believe that the Bucs need to do a better job of whether it's occasionally keeping another tight end in the block, whether it's doing some more motion, well, I just think they can play call, and I guess it becomes a question of who's really running the running the show. There is Brady calling his own plays. Is this an agreement they have with Aaron? You know what I mean? Like, how is that actually playing out? Um, and he's owned it. And there were some there were some throws, some even some deep throws that were catchable balls, and the wide receivers didn't bring him in. Okay, so it's not all a matter of he can't hit a deep shot, but I do think it's a matter of consistency. And I would like to believe that the Bucks, you know, Arians and Brady and that offensive staff are smart enough to figure out that maybe they need to take a couple fewer deep shots, right? You know, and do some other things. So to me, it looks like there's room for improvement because the struggle bus of, of Brady under pressure, I mean, that's front and center. And if the Bucks are going to go have a deep playoff run, they have to be able to handle 
that pressure, but they just do. They got to be able to handle the pressure better. Well, and if they're going to do a deep playoff run, there's always a really good chance they face the Saints again, who have pretty much yes. owned them both games. Yes. Um, I will say, though, kudos to Ronald Jones. That one touchdown was absolutely amazing. I cannot believe he kept his feet in bounds as he was tiptoeing down the sideline. Holy hell. That was just amazing. Randy, fun factoid. This one's for you. Do you know who the quarterback was the last time the Chiefs beat Tampa Bay? The last time they beat Tampa Bay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you got you to do a serious rewind, buddy. A serious rewind? Serious Jim rewind. Drunken Miller. No, not Jim Drunken Miller. That's funny. <laughs> You're an asshole. There's Not actually a bunch of uh, old 49ers quarterbacks that have been on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Montana? You got Montana. You got Elvis Gerback, Steve Bono, obviously Alex Smith. Um, but I'm assuming you're saying a serious rewind here. God, I can't believe it. Well, no, it's every four years. So, you know, I'll, I'll just go with Elvis Gerback. Joe Montana, Montana. 1993. Really, really was Montana. I told Holy you it was a hell. serious rewind, dude. He led the he led Kansas City to a 27 to three victory. That's a, I mean, woo. That's a rewind. I just, I just didn't think they were that bad, or the they, Tampa Bay Bucks they, being they that just, good. They, and, they haven't played enough. I mean, that that's well, like I said, every four yeah, years. So yeah. it's, it's still yeah. So uh, speaking of bad, I just want to know. <laughs> I just want to know, man, straight up, uh, Mike McCarthy. I know you went all Gallagher the other week, busting up some watermelons, bro. Mm-hmm. You needed to rewind and go all Fruit Ninja in the locker room. <laughs> that's the only way you were getting out of that dumpster fire for Thanksgiving game, because y'all sucked some ass. And you know what? We had to dig deep and bring a song back for Cowboys fans, because like I'm legit thinking like they were sitting there stuffing their pie holes. Stuff in her face holes with some, you know, cranberry and some mashed potatoes and whatever else. And then they watch that game unfold and you have a fake punt and all kinds of bullshit going on. And Gibson just running rough shot on y'all. And I know y'all had to be like, I'm on a cover myself with the ashes of you. And nobody's going to give a damn. Oh, we give a damn because y'all suck. Son of a bitch. dude dude oh my god Uh, look i'm not gonna lie i have empathy for dallas fans but you can't tell me that it is there's not a certain degree of satisfaction if you're a whiffs fan or just a cowboys hater and antonio gibson dropping three touchdowns side note you know the last time somebody dropped three like a rookie dropped three that that kind of touchdowns on somebody that's right randy randy freaking moss man randy moss brother Dude, 41-16 was a Thanksgiving ass whooping. And let me tell you, I thoroughly enjoyed every single freaking moment of that ass whooping. You that was, gave thanks for the Washington football team for giving that ass whooping, right? Dude, I'm telling you, man, that was fantastic. Look, it's it. they're two out of ten. Last ten games on Thanksgiving, the, the Redskins, er, the whiffs are, er, you know, they've only won twice <laughs> out of ten games. So you got to savor the flavor when it's there. Just, I'm just telling you, realistically. 
but it, you know, it, it just it it went it, it it got ugly and went sideways pretty quickly for Dallas as the game progressed for a lot of different reasons. Bad bad, bad Blake Allen, bad decisions, bad execution, just bad, <laughs> just bad, man. And I think a lot of Packers fans are like, see, that's why we wanted Mike McCarthy to fuck out of here. <laughs> See ya. You know, so that was like, peace. Yeah. Peace out, man. Peace out, dude. I mean, you can't blame McCarthy for Montez sweat, making a, a, a an absolutely incredible uh, play to jump up and tip and intercept a, a pass right in Dalton's face, running back for a touchdown. But you can hold McCarthy accountable for certain other like play calling issues and, and just positions they put the team in again, atrociously bad fake punt attempt just heinously <laughs> bad terrible 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 but i do want to give special a, a special you know tip of the cap to the, the, the to ron rivera and the whiffs for actually pulling off a fumble ruski play oh yes <laughs> that replay was fantastic that was fun so thank you thank you <laughs> the Washington er, not Redskins, the whiffs for giving me a fumble ruski and for giving me a Thanksgiving er, Turkey day victory over the Cowboys in a convincing and embarrassingly convincing fashion. That was glorious. Thank you. <laughs> Randy for you. I'm happy that the 49ers were able to beat up the Rams. Jared Goff, by the way, two picks and a fumble. Womp womp. Womp womp. Womp womp. Yeah, getting, getting players back, getting a little healthier. Uh, it really helps uh, that, you know, Goff is definitely off his game. Uh, definitely put a lot of Definitely put a lot of pressure on him. And uh, uh, definite awful. props to Javon Kinloff for that amazing interception return for a touchdown. He just, even though he was getting hit, mm-hmm. uh, Goff just floated it up there and that dude's got some long ass arms to be able to snatch it out of the you know snatch it before it hit the ground and Look, just ran in the end zone. Floaters are bad when you throw them, and they're bad when you drop them into John. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> they get you in trouble. Get you in but, trouble. I mean, offensively, it was great to see uh, Debo back, just mm-hmm. playing, going beast mode. And from what little highlights I did get to see uh, watching Red Zone, I mean, he was absolutely just playing he was he was trying to run the run the ball like he was uh marshawn lynch he was just not giving up he was running guys over it was great to see him back on the field uh, obviously we need that type of attitude if we're gonna hope to do anything going forward i know we got the bills yes. next so that should be uh really interesting but again the team's getting healthier we're getting Ayuk off the covid reserve list this week and yeah maybe we'll see we'll see what what happens uh we're just that's nice to see that this team has some life in it uh but obviously that's hats off to the coaching for keeping them prepared and keeping them just keeping that motor running and keeping them hungry that's right you got to scratch and claw your way through part of the nfl season man that's just a reality check uh you know who did not scratch and claw or were the raiders um i do want to say this for the falcons number one kudos to um the, the turnaround that they've had and i think raheem morris deserves uh, some dap and some respect for having a hand in the Falcons turning around um, their season after the firing of Dan Quinn. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how serious the consideration will be um, or what kind of consideration he'll get uh, for that position. But that if that doesn't put that man front and center to to, to get a crack at another uh, head coaching gig, 
I don't know what else you want because uh, the, the Falcons felt like a team of quit in a dumpster fire. And they have, you know, they've won several games. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs, but they have morphed back into a respectable, competent, competitive NFL team. Uh, and I don't, I don't know how the hell you explain what, what the f the Raiders stuck on the field that day, other than it's a mulligan dumpster fire of a game. Because Carr was atrocious, atrocious. I mean, our that's, new that's November about as bad as it gets. Yeah, I mean, our new November lame. I mean, it was terrible. I, I just don't get. I don't get. I don't get it. How can you, dude? Everything went wrong. For, they they couldn't run. They couldn't pass. They couldn't keep the ball. I mean, it was terrible. I mean, did they like just go on a bender in Vegas and just yes. just couldn't handle it. I mean, how do you go from being basically a play away from sweeping the Chiefs to this? They were probably pan. They were probably planning their bus. You know, tour celebration around the stadium. <laughs> That's what arrived. Uh, look, they forced five turnovers, four of them by car, and you know, the Raiders had you know, eleven penalties for 141 yards. I mean, they just did all kinds of BS. I mean, they they that just looks like the Raiders are old yes. before Gruden. They, they they were atrocious. I I think 43 and si- 43 to six. That margin might be like the worst beatdown of anybody this season. I mean, it's terrible, just terrible. <laughs> Just terrible. So I, I, I'm curious to see how the Raiders kind of rebound, uh, but just a dumpster fire of a deal, man. Uh, look, I'm gonna let y'all talk about a game. I need to, uh, I need to hit the head real quick. So pick a game and talk about it. <laughs> I gotta pee, man. So uh, what are you thinking there, Shannon? Uh, let's see. How about uh, Buffalo Chargers? Yay, Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Josh Allen. Now nah, that was that was one of the games I did not research for this uh, episode. But keep going. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna pull it up. Well, I think one of the interesting things is is you get you got Herbert versus Allen, obviously uh, rookie versus one of the young rising stars in the NFL. It was uh, I mean it was a decent game. You, you but it, a lot of attitude from Allen. You know, especially after his uh, one touchdown run and he spun the ball right in the dude's face, basically. When he uh, when he was celebrating, but the Bills kept the Chargers in it, <laughs> and what gets me about that game is that as we've seen all year, the Chargers are going to charger, and what Chargers char- going to charger? Chargers going to charger, and the thing is, is they had some <laughs> really piss poor clock management at the end of that game. What the Dude. Chargers? Yeah, yeah. Go figure. Go figure. Clock management. What? what? They had like one or two timeouts, and they just weren't calling them. They weren't spiking the balls. They were getting. I mean, it, it didn't Uh-oh. make any damn sense. How did they not take like ball spiking lessons from you know? Just watch Syracuse, man. They know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's fourth down; they'll spike it. It's just one of those, one of those games where the Chargers. And yes, once Randy again, said balls. It's one of those games where the Chargers played a team tough. Oh my God! Who the hell cares? You I said know, Peter. Balls. <laughs> but yeah, the Chargers play, Chargers play tough. They hang tough. They sit there and actually get close, but just Uh-oh. can't get over. No, we are not playing that fucking song. Um, <laughs> they just couldn't get over the hump. Matt's not here. We don't need to play the fucking song. <laughs> Spirit. Just saying. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Fun factoid. Give me break free, so whatever. 
I mean, you really want it? You do, don't you? I mean, it more... always wants it. Hey now. Whoa. <laughs> she said, hey now. Speaking of breaking free, yikes. Love that you broke that out when I had the peace. <laughs> is this the part where you break peas? Is that what this is? I'm just saying. Uh, fun factoid, Joey Bosa, by the way, had three sacks and a fumble recovery, okay? He has 47 and a half sacks, which moves him into fifth place on the team list and a half sack ahead of Junior Seau. What? Wow. That was my reaction when I read that. I was like, what are you talking about? Wait, what? I was like, that can't be right. I didn't even realize Seo had that many sacks. He was normally more known for tackling more than he was sacking the quarterback. Yeah. He had more sacks than that. It, it, it's just one of those things that you read it, you're like, how is that possible? But there you go. Wow. So good job on Bosa. 47 what? and a half, dude. It, it was stacking some sacks up. So, yeah. Anyway, Bill's handling business. And look, char- Chargers, Chargers going to charge. You said it, Randy, and that is legit. That is the deal. Charger's going to charge it. Anthony Lynn's got to be gone after this season, right? I like Lynn. I just, I I think, you know, that's one of those deals that if they, if, for example, it's Biennemi, I think you got to pull the trigger. There's too many, too many uh, clock situations and game management things that you look back at Lynn and go, nah, bro, (laughs) you messed that up, man. No. I mean, so. it, yeah, it just feels like like they're on the precipice, but they they just gotta get. I would go after the enemy if yeah. I were them. And the thing is, is when you have pieces on that offense like Keenan Allen and mm-hmm. Austin Eckler and Hunter Henry, you don't want to waste the prime of their career. No. Basically, being could you know woulda coulda shouldas. Uh, we want to take that next step, you know. And, and you got. Bosa, Ingram, and then you got Jammer coming off the injury on defense. They, I mean, they got some nice parts in that roster, man. To me, that's an attractive scenario. You know, and you're in LA. I mean, I know. not going to hate. I mean, it, you know, the enemy would stay in the AFC West, but that's a hell of a setup. Side note, also want again, we need we need to get out of here. Um, Vikings, Panthers, uh, Vikings. You know, hang on to their butts, hold on to their butts, and manage to survive. Only reason I'm really bringing this game up is because uh, Chad Beebe caught a 10-yard touchdown pass with 46, 46 seconds left, and he had muffed the punt earlier in that game, right? But how fantastic is it that Chad Beebe, and yes, he is the son of former NFL star Don Beebe, and fun factor, do you know how many Super Bowls Don Beebe played in? At least four, if not more. More. I'm going to say Six. Six. Yeah, because he did four with the Bills, yep. and then two with Green Bay. Yep. Wow. Don Beebe, well done. Chad Beebe, nice recovery. 
nice recovery. So, I mean, how old do you have to feel to sit there and know that guys you watch as a kid now you're watching their sons? Play? I know, I know that that's super, that's super strange, super strange. Like so legit. shenanigans, I shenanigans, call shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans. So uh, Browns managed to survive the Jaguars. Way to go, Baker Mayfield actually threw for some yardage near miracle. With the Jaguars starting their third different quarterback this year, well, at least it wasn't that other guy. That was Luton, 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 Luton. yeah, Luton. Know, whatever. That guy was a dumpster fire. Uh, Browns <laughs> are eight and three for the first time since 1994, when they were 11 and five under Bill Belichick. Their most win, their most huh. wins in like 13 years. That's wild. So way to survive that game. And uh, Dave Caldwell did not survive. <laughs> he didn't because that homeboy, uh, GM of the Jaguars, man, no longer. Dude got fired. Dirty 9 and 86. Peace out. See you later. Uh, the other people on the fire train, uh, Matt Patricia and uh, the Lions GM, Bob Quinn. Peace out, man. The Lions have not won a playoff game in 29 years. Yes, they suck. They have no division titles under Stafford. They've never hosted a playoff game under Stafford. And, I mean, like, under Patricia, they were 13, 29, and 1. Suck. Sucktown, man. I mean, Wayne, they were, bad, they were Wayne? bad enough. They were bad enough to drive Megatron to re- early retirement. Look, the, li- the Lions. Look, the, the Lions drove Barry Sanders out of the league, Calvin Johnson out of the league, and I, I, don't, I don't know what to make of Stafford, man. But as far as I'm concerned, the Lions, man, you might as well blow that thing up, dude. Yep. It, gotcha. It's just you know, I'd, I'd go at. I mean, realistically, you'd have to think that. Depending on who comes in there, it, it might be time to get out from under Stafford as well. And this yeah, is not a trade. Yeah, it's not an anti-Stafford you know rant per se, but you haven't won anything with him anyway, right? Maybe it's time. I mean, they were the last team to go zero and sixteen. Just saying. So the next team is going potentially going zero and sixteen, looking at uh, Trevor Lawrence at quarterback potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck, Jets. Good luck. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. All right. Well, that's all I got, gentlemen. I'm good. Yeah, I'm in, too. L- let me tell you, we are at three hours and 20 minutes, oh, podcast. That, time. That is time. a beast. That's going to be uh, – I'm not making it through that tomorrow, I would imagine. <laughs> no. we're, supposed to, we're supposed to go to, like, some Christmas parade or something tomorrow, tomorrow evening. So, mm-hmm. No, yeah, maybe Friday or Saturday. Say what? So maybe Friday or Saturday this oh, it, will get it, No, I mean it'll it'll be up Friday. I, I just don't know that it's going to be up tomorrow. Not unless I have a a really quiet day and can be uber productive. I'd say very unlikely. But well, if that lady has anything to say about it. Oh doubtful. man. F that. That's why I took care by, of that. By the way, PSA, yeah. mm-hmm. say thank you when people do stuff for you. <laughs> And that's exactly. dedicated who, to the lady. Who the fuck is this? <laughs> this cocksucker might not even have a fucking green card. Get the fuck out of here, you motherfucker. <laughs> who the fuck is this kid? <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 And as always, we'll do it live. We'll do it. <laughs> Absolutely. And I can always count on Shannon. That's right. That's right. And Leroy Jenkins will be played all on episode 300. Because that's how. Accurate.
Thank you, Chris. Episode 300, man. I can tell you right now. <laughs> you might as well break out the train wreck at this point. It's going to be a dumpster fire, man. It will be. Without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> Bro, it's going to be a dumpster fire. You'll be in a lot of trouble, because we got a lot of friends in Washington, D.C. <laughs> no, we don't. No. Because we didn't have your shot yet. <laughs> I need to find a soundbite where he talks about having some ripple. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Okay, that works too. Oh, well, on point, as if on cue. All right. Third. All my drinks are empty. Even my water, my beer is empty. Mixed drinks empty. Bless. I think we should get Matt that shirt for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I do, and I, and I will say this: for episode three hundred, we will not play play it like uh, with JV, like you know Tomlin said about the Steelers' performance today. <laughs> <laughs> we say that now. I'll, I'll, I'll know. Sh- Shannon, Shannon rolls down here with some moonshine, bro. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, I'm rolling down with some. I don't know, bro. That might that might get ugly and fugly and all kinds of. I don't even know. I will make sure to go to the ABC store just for that special occasion too, so we can all be shammered. Shammered. <laughs> yeah. Eight seven seven trashed now is what that episode will be. <laughs> <laughs> true story. Well, I have one more shot. Okay, one more segment. Sure, why not? <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> I forgot how much I, how I enjoy that song, man. It really is great. Oh, it's so great. Thanks for reminding me, MacGuffin. Anyway, all right, we need to get out of here, man. Three and a half hours. That is the most monstrous podcast we've done in months. Anyway, uh, as always, week. huh? <laughs> what? Until next week. Until next week. Six hour extravaganza. I think here we the, go. the longest one I can remember us doing was about four and a half hours. God, yeah. And Isn't that's that about... the one where you get, had a picture of all the alcohol lined up on your I, damn I don't, I don't know. That, that one. I don't know. It's like he cut a bunch of it because no, we I, were like I did. words at I that think point. There, there, was, there was one podcast we recorded where we were talking about um, God, Johnny Manziel, I think. And we oh were we were lit AF, as the kids would say. We were trashed. And like the last hour of that podcast was just, it was not even, it was, like, you know, you, you, you try to read a book and you're like, well, that's not legible. Um, I mean, 
We were speaking in cursive. I mean, it was it was it was one of those things where it was passable to us as drunk assholes. But <laughs> on the replay, when I was like, I was like, nah, man, we can't do that. When you hit Chewbacca going, what the fuck did they just say? Yeah, no, it was it was, it, it was bad. It was bad. Like we 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 have a lot of drunken shenanigans, and there's some. I let all kinds of stuff slide on the podcast, but there's a like basically when you listen back and you're like, nah, bro. <laughs> 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 you, you know it's you know it's a dumpster fire. <laughs> you know it's not good. You're like, yeah, no, that that just needs to hit cut room floor, man. That's done. Uh, but I think the longest one I can ever remember recording was about four and a half hours. And um, I mean, I think I I think I broke that into three different podcasts, and that was one episode that was three separate episodes. It was ridiculous, oh, yeah. man. Because I, I I used to I used to break them down in the into parts. Uh, I don't do that now. Now I'm just like, well, here's a here's a pause. I'm sorry, y'all can listen to three and a half hours of audio, you fuckers. Um, <laughs> so I mean, I don't. I'm used to three hour shows, you know. Dan Patrick, I'm used to three hour windows, so that that's how my mind seems to operate. Although we <laughs> extremely exceeded that today, I'll try to be very liberal, cutting a whole bunch of audio out, and I'll see if I can trim. The, I don't know if I can trim thirty minutes out of it, but I'll probably be able to trim five, ten, maybe fifteen. But anyway, look, uh, keywords of sports and brew. We'll see if we can rally up for episode three hundred next week. And get trashed and have a great time. As always, you can find us on our home feed on Podbean. That's the side I pay for, so listen to it from there if you want. Uh, certainly on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, LiveSportsCaster.com, a whole host of other services. As always, it's a pleasure. It's, it's been fun, gentlemen. We had uh, we probably wasted 30 minutes on a, on a topic about cancel culture and comedians. That's where we lost our time tonight. Thanks, Mark. Very much. You fucker. Um, yeah. <laughs> but from all of us, all of you, look, it's 30 minutes of cutting. I, right I know. There. Uh, I'm just going to trim that whole segment out on, on that. Um, but anyway, look, it, you know, enjoy the week, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the sports, enjoy the football. And uh, Michigan, whew, raising that white flag, bro. I don't know, man. I'm going to laugh. If y'all do it, I'm going to laugh. Oh, I am too. I'm going to laugh. I, I, that would be righteously funny because of Ohio State, man. You, if you think. Harbaugh of the Ravens wines, boy, let Michigan do that to Ohio State, man. Let's see how much bitching that fan base does. It's gonna be righteous. Hashtag just twenty twenty things. Hashtag just twenty twenty things, right? man. There you go. But anyway, from all of us to all of you, uh, enjoy the week. Enjoy the weekend. We'll catch you next week. We'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you as always, and good night. Now, peace out, friends. Late. Late. See ya. <laughs> Go to sleep. Y'all are like half asleep in your chairs. I'm done. Good night. <laughs> See y'all. Bye. Yeah, I I'm going to go hydrate and pee outside one more time just for fun. Later, mm-hmm. Gators. <laughs> Tomorrow's going to suck, friends. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, it is. All right. Good night. Later.